Rocket Teeth's floor go now. Rocket Teeth's floor go now. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going home. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd have to wait a bit before we got to the sad time. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect the very depressing pushback to it. I expected, I expected I'm going to murder you. I didn't expect. I was going to say that, but then the sadness took over. <laughs> oh. Anyway, welcome everyone to a new episode of Boulder Punch. If you didn't Alex. leave. If you didn't I'm leave. <laughs> And if you can't tell, um, today our main topic is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's been about three weeks since... Has it been three weeks or two weeks? I can't tell. I think three. Not two. It's been two weeks. Okay. At the time of recording, it's been two weeks. By the time this comes out, it'll be three weeks, but... Okay. Yeah, so... um, Two weeks ago, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 released the, the swan song of James Gunn before he kisses Marvel goodbye and goes over to hopefully make a better DC universe. Hopefully make a good one. Hopefully. I mean, starting out a little bit weird with kind of being wishy-washy about the timeline and what's staying and what isn't, but... Hopefully... <laughs> A good one. Hopefully. <laughs> Please. It shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't. But unfortunately, for some reason, it is. Because God hates us. And we killed him. He hates us because we killed him. Um, much like in this movie. Um, yeah, true. She stepped in. <laughs> which, by the way, spoilers. This is going to... This is going to be a straight-up spoiler, like, deep dive into the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, no, we're, 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 we're going in with this one. So, like, if you haven't, haven't seen it, stop now. Yeah. And if you have seen it or if you don't care about spoilers, then stick around. Because um, we'll maybe have good takes. Maybe. Who knows? Is that what our show is known for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. Oh, uh, they watched the Birds of Prey episode. I don't think they they care for our opinions anymore. <laughs> We're talking about that like that movie's a universally beloved masterpiece, and we on DC be... Twitter it is because they're desperate. <laughs> that is that is true. Um... <laughs> they're desperate for anything good. They are. <laughs> They were uh, dick riding Titans until the final episode of that last season there. Because they were like, no, guys, it's going to be good this time. Oh, yeah. The... And then it ended. <laughs> and it wasn't good. <sighs> what is the matter with you people? What's the fucking point of being alive? <laughs> 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 I love that line from Doctor Who, where Dan says, "What's the point of being alive?" <laughs> um, oh, no. but uh, before we 
get started uh, how, how are you how are you doing brian uh pretty good um uh the new issue of fantastic four came out the other day uh it's number 700 it's very good nice it's very good it's so i've talked about the current fantastic four run with you a bit before right like yeah like how th- the inciting incident is like Reed sent a whole city block like into like the future basically to get rid of the the negative zone bugs and stuff that were invading, mm-hmm. including their their kids, <laughs> which ah. is oh did I not bring that part up? Uh, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Reed and Sue's kids, uh, Franklin and Valeria, as well as Ben and Alicia's kids, uh, Joe and Nikki. They're aliens they adopted because they're cool like that. Uh, Based. They were in the Baxter building when that went off, so they're they're gone. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're trapped in the future, but they will return in about six months or so. But well, at least we have a time frame, unlike a we do. other book. We do. But, um, so like that's the inciting. It's still the Fantastic Four kind of on the run because the world went, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it is literally what if Amazing Spider Man was good? Uh, <laughs> what if? What a concept! What if we haven't seen that in over twenty years? Uh, <laughs> but th- this issue, it deals with how does Doctor Doom deal with this? Mm. Because a while back, back when Valeria was born, Doom helped with her birth because otherwise it was gonna kill Sue and the baby. Because, like, there were complications, but Doom was able to save them both Mm -hmm. and declared Valeria will always be under his royal protection. So, because that is my favorite one. Wasn't that the one where he's like, in Latveria, Dr. Doom demands all children get a good night's sleep? (laughs) That that is the same kid, yes. Okay, good. Yes. No, he loves loves Valeria. She calls him Uncle Doom. Oh, it's great! How sweet! <laughs> yeah, just uh, just ignore the the stuff that he does. Um, just ignore him being a genocider. <laughs> just, just, just ignore the fact that he's named Doctor Doom. Um, <laughs> but so Doom basically shows up at their the Fantastic Four's new house and is like, "All right, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> you guys are so stupid. You can't save your own kids." Fuck you, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go save your kid. But only the one I like. Because that's that's what I care about. Wow. Yeah, no, fuck the rest of them, I don't care. Thank you, Doom. Thank you. Our so, hero. Yeah, and so he he uses, like, his time machine to, like, go back and, and like, be like, alright, this is easy. I'll just kill all the bugs. Because I'm Doom, I can do that. But... And he does. Like, he kills, like, a bunch of them. He even kills Annihilus. But Sue and the others are like, Uh, hey, Doctor Doom is here? That's a problem. Um, this ain't good for us. Reed hit the button. <laughs> so he, Reed hits the button and sends it back to... It goes off again. So, like, Doom didn't do anything. So Doom's like, Alright, I'll just do it again. So he goes back again. <laughs> And tries to do it faster, and breaks Reed's remote, 
but Reed's like, oh, he broke the remote. The thing's going to go off anyway. We got to go. <laughs> just like, God damn it. <laughs> so then he just busts into the towers like, all right, come here, kid. And just tries to, like, carry Valeria out. But then Reed and Ben show up and they're like, oh, fuck no. So they hit the button in the building. <laughs> so he's like, all right, I'll try it again. Nope. Alright, I'll kill Reed. Oh, Ben hits the button. Alright, I'll kill both of the- Oh, Sue hits the button. Oh, or Johnny hits the button. Fuck, okay. What if I go back to before this shit happened? What if I, like, stop that stupid dance salon event from happening? Uh, oh, the world blows up. Okay, um... <laughs> what if I go back further and, like, kill Annihilus early? Uh, nope, that don't work. Uh... Because he could just come back. Uh, what if I just, like, steal Valeria at, like, another year. Nope, she dies anyway. Uh, what if I stop the Fantastic Four from ever happening but ensure Valeria is born? Oh, Galactus eats the world. Okay, um, shit. Oh, how amongst all these, he, he never thinks to, uh, go up to them and say hi. Uh, nope. You asked for my help? To save your kids from being banished to the negative zone, yeah. You stop pressing the button to send your kids <laughs> to the negative zone. He refuses. There is like at one point he tries to go. No, wait, don't hit the button <laughs> because they go too fast for him. But but yeah, it, at least like one of my favorite parts of the book where I I need to quote this because it's so good. Of like. Mm -hmm. So, in a universe where Galactus ran rampant, devoid of both life and light, I bring the full strength of my mind to bear against the problem. Logically, if every intervention makes things worse, then things must already be the best they can be for me. It's uh, Leibniz's theodicy made manifest, and the world I left, the best of all my possible worlds. There are only two ways that make sense. The first is obvious. There exists a god, and Doom is his favorite son. A tempting fantasy for a child, but patently absurd. Doom does not place himself beneath a mere god. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so he's like, alright, there's gotta be another... That leaves only one other alternative. I suck. <laughs> no, I no, Literally, he refuses. So he, he just shows up in Civil War. For some reason, it just kills everyone. <laughs> And then he shows up again at, like, another future time. Like, it's it's not clear when, but then he, he kills everyone again. I think just to blow off steam. And he's like, okay. Okay. This isn't working. So, rather than admit my failure, I'm gonna go back to the night that I I showed up and kicked their asses and went back in time. And I'm going to set off a, a little device that will short out my armor so the time travel doesn't work. I will cease to exist. But that's okay. Because, like, fuck it. And, like, like again, it's a simple matter. The press of a button to sabotage my past self's technology remotely. Lesser men would hesitate, knowing what it means for their own existence. Do but Doom chooses glory, and Doom chooses oblivion. Click, <laughs> and he's gone. And then they just beat him up a bit in the present because he's he's standing there going, 
going Dubal let his actions click speak for themselves and he just stands there he's like <laughs> what the fuck I did you do to my armor <laughs> seems to have miscalculated <laughs> and then and then they beat him up and he runs away cuz he's like i the, i won this is doom's victory i did it <laughs> you don't look i might not be able to save her but if you don't if she's not safe and by the time you say she'll be back, I will kill you all. This is still my victory. I won. I won. You didn't win. <laughs> it just flies away. And they're like, wow, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they just go back. And then they just go back in the house. <laughs> Man really erased himself from existence before having a conversation. <laughs> He's just like me for real. For real. <laughs> Sigma um, male grind set. Yeah, the, I. Uh, the, this is this is the best Fantastic Four run in a very very long time, and I'm I'm very happy about it. I will. I might get into it at some you, point. We you should see. because it is very good. Hmm. So that's what I did besides play Zelda. Uh, <laughs> how are you today? I'm pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't mean to dominate the conversation. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Dude, I dominate so many conversations that like <laughs> I worry that I like I worry that I do it too much. So like do not apologize. Um But I've I've been pretty good. I haven't done much. I forgot. What did I even do this past night? I don't think I did anything. <laughs> um, D's nuts. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's. Yeah. Oh, we talk about we we both saw the the greatest movie ever made, Wonder Woman eighty four. Where's my I'll gun? Leave. I'm sorry. Where's my gun? I'll I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know our, our Wonder Woman eighty four commentary track should be out. So, if you're willing to suffer with with some funny with some funny white boys in your ears, um, <laughs> oh boy, two 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 white men have an opinion on uh, female led superhero movies. How exciting! Um, twice in a row. Twice in a row. <laughs> What more could you ask for? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if you, you want to suffer, we're not alone. Go watch it with us. Um, and hopefully you will have fun. I will admit, I had fun. Mainly because of, like, you know, you and me talking, but also Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Shame about 90% of everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Patty, why? Jeff, why? Um. <laughs> so I just saw, I just saw Trace tweet uh, quoting our uh, quoting oh, yeah. the, uh, the announcement oh, yeah. of our of our Star Wars Survivor episode. And he goes, "Fuck this episode." They talk about beat the meep again. <laughs> <laughs> Based. 
real. <laughs> he's he's a coward. He doesn't understand the vision. He doesn't. <sighs> but uh, the only thing I really did this past night was make that meme of "It's over, Miguel. I'm fucking bawling." And then he's like, "Ha! Impossible." <laughs> did you see it? I, I need to. I need to find it. Hold on. Let me let me send it to you. Hang on. I tweeted it. Okay, I sent it to you. <laughs> it was, oh no. It's, uh, it's, it's a riff on this meme from last year with, with Batman and Riddler where, where Batman's like, it's over Riddler, I'm fucking bawling, and, Riddler, and Riddler's like, hot, impossible. And then it's a clip from some random movie where, where Robert Pattinson is playing basketball. And then it's a clip of Riddler going, no, 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 no. No, like, but uh, but here I did it with Miles and Miguel because there was a an ad for the new Nike shoes, um, from Spider Verse, and it's of Miles playing basketball, and then I did the clip of uh, Oscar Isaac screaming from Moon Knight. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Uh, but uh, yeah. With all that being said, um. We have a bit to talk about before we get to uh, the main topic. Just a, just a smidge. <laughs> um, just a little bit. A lot decided to happen these past three days. Um, it's not our fault. It's not our fault, guys. We're sorry. Um, well, here's an elephant in the room thing. Um, we know about Amazing Spider-Man. We're going to talk about that next week. No, next week we're going to do the showcase, and then the week after that. Oh, yeah, week after. That's right. Mm-hmm. What if there's nothing at the showcase? What if? Gun is in my mouth. <laughs> it's just Jeff Keeley for no reason. Just standing there. Look, I just pray that we have a happy balance of the one that has everything and the one that has nothing, and we get to watch both. We get to enjoy one, and we get to laugh at the other. You know? It'd be one nice. is... <laughs> uh, pain. If only anyway. we were God's favorite sons. If like only. Doom. But no, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't erase ourselves from existence just to be petty. No. And, and not have a conversation about, hey, I'm gonna save your kid. That's why Doctor Doom is real. He's, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we're quick thoughts on ASM. It fucking sucks and is awful and misogynistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna get into that in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. It's gonna be a long one. It's not even just gonna be like it's it's mainly about the Wells run, but it's also gonna go back to like. Spencer run beyond. Mm-hmm. It's like this has been a years long thing. Yeah, I mean, if you want no. to count everything after one more day, that too. But like the downfall specifically after things started looking up again, the downfall after mm-hmm. we started having hope, and then yeah, oh no, yeah. <laughs> like like I don't like like brand new day and dance slot ASM era that much. Like it's. 
Like, I think slot stuff was fine until after Spider Island, then it started declining, and then Superior, where it made or break for everybody. And I love that um, he's on Twitter constantly uh, parading around all these great things he did. Um, when half like of them not, are... Th- you're not talking about the good stuff, man. Like, half over half of them are things that nobody likes. Like, or things that people are just very split on, like... Or were done, or were made better by other writers. Exactly. Like, look at Silk. Dan like has to make an apology like every other week for writing Silk as a as a racist sex doll for Peter. Um, but like, but will then turn around and parade around the fact that he created her, and it's like. Can you not have an ego for like three seconds, bro? No. Like, uh, like I don't feel bad about bad mouthing him because he's other people don't like. It's not just us, you know. He's apparently been very hard to work with, as is shown by that Marvel six one six. I was gonna say they have forty one minutes dedicated to that. Like, and they try to be like ironic about it, but it doesn't work because he's clearly not secure in it. Be- because that's how he actually is. Yeah. And Nick Lowe's, Nick Lowe's coming for that crown of being very insecure on Twitter. Oh, he's um, winning. <laughs> like, I've, in the past two weeks, he's won. He thinks he can post his way out of this situation. Like, he. I don't know why. what he thinks this is going to accomplish by just trying to begging by begging people to not be angry at him but it's like this didn't work last year with beyond it's not going to work now right like like buddy you're the editor of amazing spider-man this is what you signed up for and also you know you could just also you're bad at your job yeah <laughs> you could just hire writers to tell good stories but no it's not allowed it's not allowed we don't do that we don't but and anyway we do we kill them <laughs> all right so we are gonna put a pin in that two weeks we will get back to it but for now we know and it sucks um so moving on uh to something that is flawless um the five nights of freddy's trailer Now, here's here's how I'm going to start, right? I think the movie itself looks good, like can't like, you know, set design, uh cinematography looks right. looks good. Yeah, um, it, it looks fine, yeah. Like I the animatronics themselves look really well made. Yeah. Like they they they're spot on. Like Jim Henson's creature company does not fuck around. They, like they, they don't they, fucking miss, man. Yeah, like they are like it is cool to see stuff that is one to one to the game, you know? Like the the desk of the security office has the fan and the 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 and the uh the little the little uh, paper cup and uh the the same poster from the game um that's on the wall. Like that's cool. Yeah. Um I like the casting of Josh Hutcherson. I like him as an actor. He's been in stuff I like. Um I, of course, you know, I like that William Afton looks like a creep, looks like a creep and not a Tumblr sexy man. Um, thank you for that. 
because <laughs> dude i i don't know if you were in the trenches or not when fnaf was big but i remember seeing so much tumblr sexy man art of the the child murderer from five nights at freddy's i it's remember like, it's like why he's a child murderer he's a grown-ass man with two children why is yeah. he a twin he orpal though horrible but no like again i like matthew lillard just casting as him and i like that he looks like you i'd believe it if i saw that man on the five (laughs) this man has just been arrested for murdering five children at fazbear's pizzeria like i i'd believe it i've seen him in scream i believe it yeah like i think he can he can do that but every time I think of Scream, I just think of the fucking the, the one tweet of like both of them standing next to each other, guy going, "These two look like if Germa unfused." It's so true, though. <laughs> no one just needs Skeet Ulrich to play uh, whatever his business partner was in the games. I don't. I don't know. Henry something. Um thank I don't fucking this shit got confusing way too quickly. <laughs> That's what I hope this movie does. I hope this movie doesn't go into fucking using robots to bring back ghosts to life. Like that shit got really stupid. Like from like I think after four is when it got insanely stupid. Yeah. Like like cause Things are still goofy, but, like, they had an air of, like, consistency, you know? Yeah. Like, of, like, oh. like, yeah, this guy murdered children, yeah. stuffed them in the robots, which is really fucked up and very gruesome, because yep. humans are not supposed to be in those. Yep. Um, and, like, so much so that, like, the robots started reeking and oozing um, during, during like, when when kids would be there, and... <clears throat> like, and then you know he f- f- realized that oh no they were possessing them, so he tried to dismantle them, and then they scared him, and he spring into the springlock suit, and then bada bing bada boom ah I'm dead, and then he got he was trapped for thirty years, and then came back, and then got burned. But no, I always come back, is what he says. So, and then it was like oh he created freddy fazbear's and he um he he was making these animatronics to bring kids back to life and that's why he killed children to experiment on them to bring them back to life and it's it's so stupid it is so like there are comics where he is a cyborg robot man in a wheelchair i've seen (laughs) them what the fuck are you people doing what was wrong with just serial killer ghost trapped in a fucking fucking rotting robot? Like it's like like and like all of this, I think like when if executed well, could genuinely be scary. Um, I think the first game is still pretty atmospheric enough to where like it feels unsettling. Oh yeah. Like, but 
here, I'm worried that it's going to feel like a high-budget episode of Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, or Haunting Hour. That's what I feel like it's going to be. Because, well, for one, they they announced that there's going to be a companion novel, like a novel adaptation, and it's a scholastic book. (laughs) So... (laughs) I didn't know that! Yeah, no, it's a scholastic book. And there's no no oh, scholastic this is babies, babies. This is this is for babies. Like this is baby's first horn. Let's movie. go. Like, this is goosebumps. And like fucking, here's the thing. That fucking Slappy's gonna show up, boy. Let's go. Here's the thing. I love me some goosebumps. You me know? too. Like and you know, if they commit to it, I can find myself enjoying this movie. Like whether or not it's like actually good or not is up in the air, but I could find myself, you know, getting into that concept. But I think what really pushes it over the edge is the fucking, the evil red eyes. Those look awful. It's so stupid. It's just stupid. Like not even in a way that like makes it, you know, here actually, you know, the red eyes could work if for one, it was just the irises or the people's, Right, you know, and if you know they don't have angry, <coughs> oh, sorry, <coughs> oh, Freddy's killing me. But no, um, what I meant to say was it could work if it's like the irises and the pupils, like, but right. if it's the whole eye, okay, whatever. What really kills it for me is the angry eyebrows and the. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, these things should not be expressive. That's what makes animatronics it, creepy. It throws like, off the whole aesthetic. Like the whole concept of a horror game centering around centering around animatronics is that fear that you have as a kid of. These things oh, are kind of creepy. Of holy shit, Chuck E. Cheese is gonna eat me. Exactly. Like, like that's a monster. Like and but that's true though, right? Like that we've all had that kind of fear as kids of like these, you know, things that are supposed to be child friendly, they kind of freak you out, like clowns or, you know, animatronics, stuff like that, you know? And I feel like they're kind of missing the forest for the trees with this. Mm-hmm. Like it making them and i've seen people being like i'm oh, making them expressive is to have you sympathize with them because they're kids it's like yeah but they're still supposed to be scary initially like it's supposed to be like they're freaky and then you figure out that they're children possessing these bodies and you that makes it scarier but also sad but it feels like they're just kind of again it feels like they're babyfying it which like just what if they fucking? What if they like Chucky reboot it where it's not magic at all? They're just evil robots. That now, go crazy. I would say that that could be a possibility, but um, the leaked trailer, the one that came, the one that leaked a couple weeks ago, did say it was Ghost Kids. But w- what if that's just what they think it is? But really, oh. they're just crazy robots. <laughs> 
I'd hate that. Um. <laughs> That's why they got the evil red eyes. They're Terminators. It is funny because I had like a bit of a thought that's kind of similar of they keep that Afton killed the kids, but they take out the actually disturbing and gruesome parts like him stuffing them into the robots. Mm -hmm. Like I could see them doing that or at least mentioning it, but in a sardonic, sarcastic way, you know? Yeah. Like, and I mean, this kind of falls in line with just how the franchise the franchise has become horror for babies. Like, it is. There are plushies of these things still sold to children. And, like, it's a huge hit with them. And whether or not that's a good thing is a whole lot of debate to have. It's kind yeah, that, of a, it's really weird. Um, yeah, that that is up to, to parents with children and what they want their children to be seeing. <clears throat> And uh, all that shit that is way beyond my expertise. Yeah. Like, I expected this movie to be PG-13. It's going to be. Like, I expected that from the get-go, but I'm worried that they're not really going to go into it being scary. Or they're not going to really try to make it You know? Like, I don't feel scared by seeing Freddy Fazbear's mean eyebrows. And his fucking 420s blazed eyes right. staring down at me in the ball pit. Like, and also give... the buzzsaw face. I, I what think was that? that? <laughs> it's kind of like... <clears throat> I feel like that could be a dream sequence or something. But, like, maybe not. But it's, like, also, like... I see it's, it's a location. <laughs> that's just how they be sometimes. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, like, the concept of being stuffed into those suits is, like, all the prongs inside are gonna fucking just stab you to death. Right. You know? Not... <laughs> like, it's gonna grind you into meat juice and drink you up. Like, this could easily just be a very fun B-horror movie type thing. And, like, if it is, sure, you know? I want to be optimistic for it. I want to, like, you know, be hopeful about it. But, and, like, again, half of this. <laughs> I want it to be a bad Goosebumps episode. Well, hey, you Stretch know what? Two hours. That might, that might make it enjoyable, too. Who knows? It will. But, uh, yeah, that's, like, half of it, I think, looks promising. But then stuff like going too much into scary to the point that it feels like goosebumps. Like, I don't know. And to be fair, like stuff like, are you afraid of the dark has done properly disturbing stuff before too. Right. Um, so like, who knows, you know, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong, but that's just the vibe I'm getting. And I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't... I just... The first game changed the landscape of how indie horror, indie horror games were. And even horror games in general. You know, mm -hmm. for better or for worse. But I was kind of hoping they'd, like, you know, kind of go for that tone more than kind of just looking like a Halloween kids movie, you know? It looks like something that'd be on like Nickelodeon at like six o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know if I'd strip. Maybe, maybe like Nick at night. 
I'll stretch it to Nick at night. All right, fair. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, I'm not judging a movie's quality based on how dark it is or not, or how scary or whatever. Yeah, we're not Snyder fans. Yeah. <laughs> again, we'll, it'll, it'll be remain to be seen. Like, we'll, we'll have to see what kind of movie it is when it comes out, you know? But uh, any any other thoughts you have on that? Yeah, just it it looks okay, but I could very easily see it just falling immediately into it, it is just like a really bad Goosebumps episode. Yeah, but it could be funny. It's in my head now. All I'm thinking of is fucking. MCU Moon Knight again <laughs> how fucking Kevin Feige described it versus what we actually got where I'm like that, that man saw a whole new fucking whole other thing than us he did Spongebob roller coaster literally <laughs> that, that's what this movie will be in, as far as I can tell if it does anything like properly scary we will eat our words we will admit our wrongs but for now, um, it looks like it could be a fun time, but just not the horror movie we, at least I was hoping it would try to be, you know? But, yeah, maybe maybe I was asking for too much. Anyway, um, did you did you watch a new Mission Impossible trailer? Uh, I, I don't think, no, I haven't. Okay, um, we'll just go through this kind of quick then. Um, yeah, it looks good. It looks fun. I mean, yeah, I haven't. It's a Mission Impossible movie, so you know. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't seen any of them since four, and I feel dumb for that because I've heard five and six are really fucking good. Yeah. Um, six especially is really fucking good, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Wh- which one had Henry Cavill in it again? Six. Six. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I heard that yeah. one is like super good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember four was really good, and I actually really like. Uh, I really like three. I think like I, it's goofy. It's it's JJ. Ab- it has all the JJ because Ab- that was his first movie. And oh it, my god, it was. And the literal plot point is mystery box MacGuffin of the rabbit's foot, and you never find out what it is. It's just some highly. It's a transmooker device. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Wish a Mission Impossible movie would have Ethan Hunt find the train. These are in the same universe. God, I wish. Fucking, fucking Tom Cruise used to be a fucking OSS agent. He's a kid. I believe it. He used to hang out with Judy and Carmen's dad. You know how people talk about you know wanting the mi the MIB twenty three movie to happen. I need the I need the Mission Impossible Spy Kids movie to happen. We can have both. Please. We can have all four. <laughs> I can only wish. That's how we make Ooh. real movies. Exactly. But uh yeah, no, it just all I can really say is it looks good. I don't have much of a horse in the race because I don't really know the context for what's happening. Um I just know that some people from the from the old movies are coming back. And this is like the this is part, this is a two parter movie, so it's probably going to be a finale, um, because Tom Cruise has finally aged. <laughs> he finally, 
the 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 blood of virgins is finally wearing off. He doesn't have access to it anymore. Um, <laughs> it's like the Lazarus pits. The more you use them, the more they start wearing off quicker. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, transfer his mind into his daughter's body to get into her husband's. <laughs> that Batman Beyond episode is fucked. I love it. Very smart race. Very smart move. I mean, it worked until it didn't. <laughs> they fell in a hole. Whoops. Oopsie. But, uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Do you have anything you want to add, just in general? Uh, I mean, not really. Just Mission Impossible. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Henry Cavill and his funny mustache will come back. He's like a cyborg. <laughs> oh, right, because he died. I forgot. <laughs> he has robot arms that he cocks now. <laughs> that have guns built in. I wish. I fucking wish. This is how we make real movies. <sighs> so, moving on. Um, we finally going to come out like the week of, and we're going to look like such idiots. But but for now, let us let us have hope. Let us live in our blissful ignorance. So after twenty months of waiting, of depression, of crying, of dark thoughts, of negative thoughts, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. Obviously, I hope people know that. But it was it was very. I didn't like waiting this long. I don't think anybody did. No. Um they should have had one last year, but but it literally Jim it literally said that Jim Ryan, like this isn't even like speculation, it's literally like fact that the reason that it didn't happen was because Jim Ryan was too busy having his pissing contest with Microsoft over Call of yeah. Duty. Yeah. And but now that, that pissing contest is null and void, so he can finally yeah. focus on doing his job again. Yeah. <laughs> he forgot that he has a whole console. With 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 games that need to be made, <laughs> we have one game. One thing I don't know why. PS, I bought a PS Five and no games to buy. <laughs> <laughs> now here's a defense I'll have real quick. I don't think any any console has really launched like in the past 10, 15 years. It's really launched with like a robust library. At I launch. think the PS Two was like the last one. Yeah, like literally every console has kind of just launched. With six games at most, and like it's not an exclusive thing to PS5. Anything it's excused because of COVID, you know. Like, but I digress anyway. Um, so after many moons, after twenty months, PS show the PlayStation Showcase is finally happening. By the time this comes out, it will have been two days ago. From where we are now, it's five days from now. So, depending on how it goes, this may actually be the last episode you guys ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> already, I'm already uh, signing my 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 tombstone. <laughs> uh, I filled out my says, will last week. Says Jim Ryan, you did this. <laughs> you did this to me. <sighs> Gonna be buried right next to Oliver Queen. 
<laughs> like Greg Gustin pose in front of you too. That'll be Jim Ryan posing. Over <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. but yeah, no, this is happening. It's real. Yeah. It exists. Oh, man, that reminds me. By the time this episode comes out, the Flash will have ended. Oh shit! That's right. It ha- It's coming out next week. Final yeah, they episode. released. They released an Entertainment Weekly cover, which I actually actually really choked me up a bit because because of Grant and the the version of the theme they used. Yeah, and like, man, just the show has fallen off for sure. We can all agree on that. Even people that still like it now, it it is Mm -hmm. not the same as it once was. But fuck, man, it hurts to think about. It does. It just like that was such a huge part of my life during like high school and shit. Like, like I was never a DC guy really. The Flash show really got me into. Like it, it genuinely did. Like it really. Like I didn't. Like I heard people being like, "This is like DC Spider Man." I was like, mm, "I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out." And then I watch. I'm like, "Oh, I get it now." Like, right. Like <sighs> seasons one and two are so good, and like They're I'm so a defender fun. of season three. Yeah, honestly, hindsight looking back, season three is also one of the good ones. Like, the only problem with it, that like, the only thing that, like, there's only one problem in my eyes, and that was the fact that Savitar just, they held off on the reveal until it was too late. Yeah, no, that, that should have been revealed, like, midway through the season. Yeah, and I get that they did it because, like, it's a repeated trope they already did twice. But yeah. at the same time, you need time with your villain. You need time to yeah. be with your villain as a character. Yeah. That's the problem. We don't even get to like see Savitar on his own doing his own thing in secret. Like we only ever see him when he shows up to kick Barry's ass and then runs away again. Like I think they were hoping that like because it was it was also it was also Barry that it would it would do its own work for them. But like it kind of did but then it kind of didn't cuz Grant there's Gustin was many, very good there's too many gaps left for us to fill in yeah like grant was very good at he was really good at he was That's awesome he has a lot of experience playing bad guys and stuff before this show he did yeah no he can he could do it i, I legitimately hope after the show grant gets a lot more work and other mm-hmm. stuff because he Let deserves him it be He's, reverse flash you see, you joke, but let him be the new Reverse Flash in the movie. Like Please. seriously, he could do it. I seen him in that costume. It feels him better than it does Tom. It does. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, just steal um, that and make the red brighter. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And get rid of the weird circuit pattern on the logo because that doesn't yeah, need to be there. It doesn't. But yeah, like it. He deserves more work and. Yeah, it is sad, but yeah, PlayStation Showcase. Um, this is they they said that this is an hour and over an hour long. It's gonna be about real video games. <laughs> I didn't say that. Obviously, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be about PS Five games from first party studios, and also some games from third party and. Indie creators, my favorite. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Look, as long as it's not the main attraction of, you know, like, like Summer Games Fest was like just an indie game show. 
it was like it basically was um which is fine but like advertise it as such um am i an asshole no <laughs> I'm, i actually had to contemplate for a second it just i don't know like but anyway um so this is the big one spider-man 2 has to be here it has to there there's no excuse for it not being here right yeah, no there there really isn't and if it's not there then what the fuck are you people doing over here exactly like we were joking the other day it'd be so on brand if the showcase happens and it's just we're really hard at work on spider-man 2 we can't wait to share more later this year motherfucker comes out in six months because we, we have seven months to release right, it. right like, like... <laughs> but like tony todd says it comes out in four months and i trust that September. man and i trust that man because he got sniped <laughs> he did. they killed him will there be another candy man movie again he got drowned in his hot tub. <laughs> yeah, what we don't see is just out of frame. There's a guy like with his hand like over his head, slowly going down <laughs> until the camera cuts, and he just <laughs> just holds him there. I love that tweet so much. Of like, I'm not talking anymore. I'm not saying anything. I don't know anything. I might not even. Uh, I love but, Tony Todd. He just does whatever the fuck he wants now. Exactly. He's based for that. He better voice Zoom in the final episode. God, I, he has to. He has to. They got Teddy Sears back. I need to hear yeah. Zoom talk in the scary monster voice again. I hope they got uh, they got Jake Saw back for Savitar. <laughs> I want to play a game. Uh, but but yeah, so <laughs> he takes off the armor, and instead of a set of Barry, it is literally John Kramer in there. <laughs> I wish, I fucking wish, dude. <laughs> How fucking amazing would this show be? Yeah, I forgive every other season. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. So Spider-Man 2 is like like our our fear of it not being there is just based on the fact that we've been burned before and we've had nothing for the past 20 months. Look at our scars. Look at our scars. But that is obviously going to be there. That is their biggest game this year. Yeah. It's literally the biggest thing that they have for until Wolverine comes out. Until Wolverine. Or like games that haven't been even yet. Like yeah, some secret third thing. Secret third thing. But speaking of which, um, we're gonna make these just because it'll be funny. Uh, <laughs> like compared to like what happens at the showcase. Uh, since this is coming out two days after it. But let's talk about like real quick, just some like predictions slash hopes. You know, realistic or otherwise. You know, um, I a prediction I have is that Alan Wake Two will be there. Either there or at Summer Games Fest. Because it has to. You know, it's, again, that's coming out this year as well. Mm-hmm. They're in their last stretch of development. It should. But I feel like Alan Wake 2 is a, is a very big probability. Um, factions, Last of Us Factions, the multiplayer game. 
Um, last year they said they'll release it. They'll talk about it more in 2023. So this would probably be the time to do it. Uh, I'm not expecting anything about like whatever single player game Naughty Dog's working on. Um, I'm sure there might be some kind of announcement for it. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be less of us three. It's going to like the rumor is apparently that they have like aside from the the multiplayer game they have two uh games they're working on one of those has to be Last of Us three it has to like, it'll be Last of Us the show the game <laughs> Brad Pedro and Bella <laughs> the cutscenes are just scenes from the show like the fucking Revenge of the Sith game yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> And then we cut back down to, like, PS2 quality character models. I wish they would actually be real for that. I that would, would be amazing. I, I joked that would be amazing, and I would applaud them for it if they actually do uh. that. Uh. And then the super battle choice with the claws are there for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> they got mushrooms on them. <laughs> uh. Be a real fucking game. A real video game. We haven't Ugh. had those in forever. <laughs> Ugh, but yeah, I could see it ending with like a, like a like a short teaser for whatever Naughty Dog's next big game is, aside from the multiplayer. Um, but that's just if they're even ready to show anything about. Uh, maybe something about whatever Sucker Punches, which is probably Ghost of Tsushima too. Um. Yeah, I could see that. I don't need, I don't want to say GTA 6, but like because it got leaked, maybe cuz they're looking for a 2024 2025 release. So, who knows? I just want bully 2, man. <laughs> you will never get it. Never. There's it doesn't exist. They can't make it into an open world nothing <laughs> can't. Um, but maybe something about Wolverine, maybe. maybe. Um, we know more about that game than we do Spider-Man Two. That's true. <laughs> like, I could, fuck. I could, I could see like gameplay for Spider-Man Two and a trailer for Wolverine. Like, I could see that. Um, but uh, what about you? What are what are like predictions or you have? It. Mm. I mean, yeah, we covered that. I, go, I think we'll get something of Ghost of Tsushima too, or something about the. Aren't they making a movie? Yes, they are. Okay. Chad Stelsky, oh. the director of the John Wick. Right. Well, we'll probably get something on that, like probably some projected release date or something like that. Uh, um. Just get the game pack. Just get the game cast back. Just get it back. Uh, just get them back, please. Uh, this is my my nightmare scenario of more Silent Hill two news. All right, that probably will happen. Yeah, cause cause they hate me. Uh, <laughs> God. We'll be okay, man. You'll be among friends. 
I'm not strong enough. We'll keep you from putting the gun in your mouth. <laughs> I, 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 uh, but, but, um, yeah, besides those, uh, I, I'm, this is gonna be the vaguest thing ever, uh, a reboot of some classic PS2 era game that no one but me remembers. <laughs> so I will pop off for it and then no one else will understand what I'm talking about. No, I, I don't I have would any actually... sp- I don't have any specifics. <laughs> examples just I I can feel it in my bones. Or the have... other way around, where it's something that everyone else on the planet loves, and I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> Just like what Jeff Keighley does every year. Just like Just like, man, I can't wait to show you the beloved, the sequel to the beloved gaming franchise. Gabor <laughs> It's like, what? Check out, we have some crazy game reveals. Check out this new trailer for the sequel to the beloved classic Splurkity Durkity 2 The Fallen Doink. That's been my go-to, like, joke for this. But it's, it's so, so true! Strong. It's so true! <laughs> it is. <sighs> but, yeah, I, uh, it would be nice, I mean, if we're talking about hopes, you know, like real hopes, uh, I don't know, maybe something oh, from, <laughs> uh, maybe like, I don't know, I'd like for there to be a new Infamous before we get Ghost of Tsushima 2. That'd be cool, yeah, I, I miss Infamous, man. Like, not, like, I like Second Son, but that's not like a full God. game. God. <laughs> We're going to get tricked again for the third time in a row. (laughs) We're going to see lightning hit something and go, oh, infamous. And then his fucking Spider-Man again. I hope, I hope Insomniac just does this. I hope, I, I hope to God. It happens every time. I hope Sucker Punch is in on the joke too. Oh, they have to be. They know. (sighs) But yeah, um, so that uh, this is a really out there thing. I'd love it if we get a very shock surprise announcement. Devil May Cry Six or something. <laughs> oh, that's never happening. I know, but that's a that's why it's a hope, you know. <laughs> that's true. It's, I know for you it'd be like Jack Daxter or Sly. Right. Oh, I, I've given up hope a decade ago of those ever truly coming <laughs> back. Like, much as I want a Sly Five, that shit's dead. Oh yeah, it's dead. It's never coming back ever. They will die before they give us keep <laughs> feed us and suppress <laughs> and sell us our cures while they suppress our medicine. <laughs> Literally. Uh but I 
I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, for being real, all I need is Spider-Man 2. That, that's all I actually need. Like, anything else is just a bonus at this point. Like, like probably Alan Wake 2, but again, that could just be shown at uh, Summer Games Fest. It's like the one thing <laughs> that they have. Um, right. But, yeah. Maybe something on Wolverine, but that's just because Insomniac like promote two games at a time. Right. Um But uh Yeah, no. Any any other thoughts on the showcase? I can't wait for this episode to come out and we're both completely wrong in every way. One hour of Gran Turismo. <laughs> Gran Turismo, baby. And Last of Us One remake deluxe edition. <laughs> yeah, la- Last of Us the show the game. <laughs> oh wait, you know what? Actually, um I could see them announcing a PS5 port of like Last of Us Part 2 or something. Yeah. I think I think that could be possible. Though then again, it's not necessary cuz already looks great and they already put a 60 FPS patch on it for PS5 uh-huh. players. So it's not necessary, but I could see that they want to squeeze more money out, so of course they'll do it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, we're glad it's finally happening. We've waited too fucking long. <laughs> I was still in college when we when we watched. Oh my god. It's been it a has... year since I graduated. Why did they do this to us? Because they want us to die. They do. But we give them money. They don't care. <sighs> Alright. Moving on. Um, you have more of a horse... Uh, you have a horse in the race for this. More of a horse in the race for this than I do. I don't know what to now. I'm, I'm... Mortal Kombat 1. Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you, you take it away. Uh... It looks cool. Like I know people are sick of another reboot, and I'm like, I get it. But also, there was literally nowhere else to go after Eleven. Yeah. Like, Plus, like from what I'm aware of, this is still technically a sequel to Eleven because because Fire Kang, God Liu Kang. Yeah, and he creates a new universe. Yeah. He, Eleven was Crisis. This is post Crisis. Yeah. So. Liu Kang tried to make a world where, like, everything is great. Except for that. And that. And that. That, too. Okay, hold on. Maybe this isn't so great. Uh, this is a fighting game, so we have to we have to brutally murder each other. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I actually do like the, uh, the new designs for Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Yeah. Like, I, I like that instead of them having, like, both kind of, like, have man buns. So it kind of has the same kind of look to it, but like a bit more, you know, kind of realistic, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't they, have to. But they like, look more like cool. ninjas. Yeah. And who knows? They like some people are speculating, like they'll make them brothers. And so, yeah, I think because I think that's 
the original Sub-Zero that Scorpion killed back in the day. Mm-hmm. Who, like, he thought killed his family, but actually it was it was Quan Chi who made a made an illusion or whatever, and, like... But also, that Sub-Zero was just an asshole, but... <laughs> that was the one they used in the in the movie, right? Yes. The asshole Sub-Zero, because... Yeah, who actually did kill the family in that yeah. one, I think. I'm like, you, you fucked it up, but okay. Yeah, because from what I know, most of the time, Sub-Zero's actually been a, been a good boy. Uh, yeah, his, uh, his brother is. Cause... And that's Bihan? Uh, uh, Bihan. Bihan, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I... I never remember the original's name because it, it don't matter. Uh, <laughs> he, he dies and then becomes Ermac, I think is his name. Mm. It was like, or no, no, Ermac's a different guy. He becomes he becomes Boon Cybot. Noob Cybot. Tobias Boon backwards. Oh, <laughs> it's he's a ghost. Okay. But for some reason, he has a different name. But that's it okay. Happens. It yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah, here it's just, like... Maybe Scorpion will, like, talk to him. Be like, hey, did you kill my family? And he's like, no, what? That's fucked up. <laughs> I would <laughs> never, ever, ever do that. On a I Tuesday. I hate killing <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny, like looking at like Mortal Kombat Nine in particular, where like it was kind of that was the first reboot, where like we get to see them interacting, and like Scorpion like calls him a bitch, and, and Sub Zero is like, "Oh wow, wow, your fucking clan got killed. Who cares? You suck." <laughs> and that Scorpion just takes him to hell to beat the shit out of him. Face. And then Quan Chi shows up and he's like, hey, remember that time you killed your family? And he shows like a magic hologram projection of it. And Sub Zero's like, wait, that wasn't me. What? What the fuck? I didn't do that. <laughs> like, that's know. what you're mad about? Oh, no, that, that wasn't me. <laughs> and Scorpion's just not listening to him. And it's so fucking funny because Raiden, because Raiden's like, listen, if you don't kill him, I will talk with the gods and we'll get your clan back. And Scorpion's like, okay, deal. And then five minutes later, he comes back from hell holding his charred skull, looking really sad, like he's a dog that knocked over a vase. <laughs> and then he just fucking leaves and Ryan's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I need to... I need to show you that cutscene because it's so fucking funny. <sighs> we'll watch it after the podcast. We will. But <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Mortal Kombat could be cool. Could be bad. I'm bad at fighting games, but I try. Me too. But what do you think about the, the fighters that were leaked? Because Amazon Italy leaked the leaked the fighters for the first character pack. And three yes. of them are Mortal Kombat guys. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the yeah. three that really um, got people. Uh, so this is just an evil Superman pack. <laughs> um, and John Cena. Well, if we wanted to count Peacemaker as like evil Superman or Captain America, 
but he's not evil anymore. But he kind of is, but he isn't. He killed the Nazis. It can't be that bad. That's true. That is true. So, yeah, so here we got Omni-Man from yeah. Invincible. God. We got fucking Homelander. <laughs> from the boys. And we got Pissmaker from Pissmaker. <laughs> oh, my God. A lot of people yeah. were, had, like, a reaction of, uh, Reddit picks out fighters for Mortal Kombat. But I'm like, I don't know. I think, like, having two evil Superman is kind of like eh like it is but also they're so different from each other and from superman himself that i'm okay with it that's true like there are two different types of evil really like yeah like so. omni-man's evil because of his upbringing because of it's been drilled into his head how it's supposed to be yeah and, and he, unlike homelander omni-man has a conscience that he works. does and he has a redemption arc. He does. He feels bad about it. And he doesn't like it. It's just, this is my life. This is my people. I kind of have to listen. Otherwise, they'll fucking kill me. Homelander's just a dick. He's a psychopath. <laughs> like, as Billy would put it, he's a cunt. Yeah. Um, and then Peacemaker is... He's funny, man. He's funny, man. With guns. Yeah. Pew, pew. So all the all these actors are coming back, right? Oh, hundred percent. We're like, getting J.K. Simmons. We're getting Anthony Starr. We're getting John Cena. Yeah, like all three of them have experienced voice acting, so yeah. like they they can do it. Like J.K. Simmons especially because he is a voice as well. I heard him in Portal Two. <laughs> I heard him in Gravity Falls. <laughs> um, and like Anthony Starr, good. Um, and then, you know, Peacemaker. I I think those are good picks to start out with. Right. Um, someone well, did say I... it would be cool if we could get Invincible in there, though. Get who? Like get Invincible, if we could get Mark in it. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. I, I need to send this to you because it's fucking, it's killing me. <laughs> oh, boy. What is this? It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, it's uh, it's an it's a selfie uh of um, of Reverse Flash and and Zoom, yeah. and Reverse Flash has the red eyes and Zoom has the blue. And it's a Snapchat caption that says "Hide your bitch, Barry. We coming." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Oh my God! It's a real pick too. It's not an edit. <laughs> oh yeah! No, no, no! It's it's definitely like a, a pick pick I, they that Tom Cavanaugh took. I didn't realize. I thought it was like a. I thought it was just an edit from like different episodes or whatever. No, no that's awesome. Like they're all they're all together in the finale. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Why does Zoom have to look so cool? Again, for for when you do Hunter Zolom in the DCU, James. Give him, him a version. Give him this mask and a version of this suit, but yellow and with the ends burned black. Do it, please. You'll you'll make a billion dollars. You will. I will. I will fund it myself. You will make six flashillion dollars. Six flashillion dollars. Zix zoomillion. <laughs> <laughs> zoomillion. Yes. 
as opposed Ugh. to the, the current Flash movie you're making where you'll make 10 bucks. <laughs> 10 monitors. And you have influencers nobody nobody's heard of doing the marketing for. God, seriously, who the fuck are those people? I have no clue. I I don't think even they know. <laughs> anyway, any any last thoughts on Mortal Kombat One? Uh I hope it's fun. I hope it's yeah. cool. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I've never I've played the Mortal Kombat game I played is Mortal Kombat Nine. Um mm-hmm. so maybe maybe this will be a cool starting point for me. Um but uh, anyway, we got some casting news. Uh, Brianna Hildebrand and Shioli Kutsuna from Deadpool 1 and 2, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Yukio are returning for Deadpool 3. Thank yeah. God. There's literally only one person left. I guess two if you count Fire Fist, but I don't know if you'll come back. Um, get Domino back. Do it. Get her back. What are you people doing? <laughs> I don't do know, it. Like, I don't even need cable back. I just need Domino back. Like you're gonna do a multiverse kind of movie and not bring in the character whose power is the universe goes in her favor, right? <laughs> like seems just counterintuitive. <laughs> or maybe that's why they won't do it because it'll make things. Too easy. I don't know, but yeah, no. The basically, we're glad those two are coming back. No, but that that's a good thing. Um, but on the other hand, uh, Emma Stone was apparently offered the, but they lowballed her in terms of pay, so she's not going to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. How are you going to lowball Emma fucking Stone? For the Fantastic Four. For Fantastic Four. For Sue Storm. How are you going to do that? Like, What is the matter with you fucking people? It's so... First of all, she would be great as Sue. I could she easily was. see her playing her. Like, yeah. It'd just be, like, Gwen Stacy again, but, like, you know, different characteristics and, like, powers. You know? Right. Like, some, like, Wheelhouse of very smart... You know, scientist person who is also, you know, working together and in love with a scientist person, you know? But, like, of course, different contexts, different things, I know, but, like, still... The same basic, like, archetype is there. Yeah. Like, she'd be... She could kill it, but... (laughs) How... Disney just fucking sucks lately. Well, no, they've always sucked, but... Especially now, they're, they're not paying people. Right. Um... Which also leads into the topic of they are deleting shows from Disney Plus and Hulu that you can't get anywhere else. And, like Willow. Uh, like Willow. That hasn't even been finished for six months. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking, like, they're... God, what, it's like, I, they're, I think they're doing it just so people don't get their residuals. I think that's a... Like, people are trying to be like, oh, no, they're clearing up space. It's like, they're Disney. They can afford. Why are we using the excuse of we only have a gigabyte flash drive for this whole server? What What are we doing with this? Why are the Disney... The same HBO Max. Is it like... 
We got room. Got room. We should we, anyway. Like we can fit a couple servers in the Disney castle. Like for over both Magic of these kingdom. Like for both of these companies, it's so stupid that they'd rather take shows off that probably doesn't even cost anything to keep on there, but will but won't open up more server space that they'll need to open up anyway because of future shit that will be on there. Like no. No. And like it's very clear that this is all happening in the midst of, you know, the writer strike and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean SAG AFTRA and the Actors Guild are like trying to vote to go on strike as well. So actors are about to go on strike. Y'all like this is it. We might get the first AI movie. We it's might be, get it. It's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be the worst shit you've ever seen, and I can't wait. It will be the worst movie ever made. For nobody. <laughs> like Just get ready for six Ant-Man Quantum Manias. <laughs> back to back to back to back. I was gonna say the MCU will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will change that. Nothing will change. And also, apparently, there is an, there's an Alien vs. Predator anime series that has already been completed and, like, fully finished. But, but, because Disney, because the Fox deal went through in 2019, it's been in Disney's vault ever since. I'm They've done nothing with it. Steal it. Why? Why would they not release it? It would make money. <laughs> it would be a good alien versus predator thing. You could just release it on FX or FXX. You know. People will watch it. People will no. be excited for it. Like, why? Money. Bad. No. It's like they're run by Vince McMahon. <laughs> they might as well be. <laughs> they may as well be. Marvel Comics is run by Vince McMahon at this. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> like, like. Like, I remember back when the rumors of, like, Disney was going to buy WWE and thinking back, nothing would have changed there. Nothing. Nothing it at all. would have been exactly the same. Like, I don't, I don't know what, like, they're so fucking stupid and awful and evil. Like, I'm just praying that the writer strike makes fucking knee soon, especially if the actors join them. We got actually a few more things about Disney. Let's keep the hate train going. Um, two, two. Jeff Loveness is no longer writing Kang Dynasty. Let's be honest. Kang Dynasty might... does not exist. <laughs> that movie might just not happen. They might just go straight yeah. to Secret Wars. Yeah, honestly, I I talked about it a bit last night, and I kind of want to do it here. Yeah. I, I genuinely think there is a very real chance they may completely drop everything about Kang. Mm-hmm. Because, like... I'm sorry, the multiverse saga is not hitting. It's not. Like, like ev- Sp- Spider-Man being the exception, because he's Spider-Man, 
everything that's actually like dealt with the multiverse stuff and like setting up for Kang has been divisive and just or just plain bad in some cases where like like Loki is good I really like Loki mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that had no fucking idea what was happening in that yeah like like people I still have questions about that final episode and so mm. so with my dad cause he's like who the fuck was that guy at the end <laughs> why did he what was he doing how did he lose control and I'm like I don't fucking know man like, I'm tired <laughs> I was glad for once they followed through on a mystery character cause you know the two shows prior didn't do that. right but at the same time it does just kind of come out of nowhere and like, and like, I'm, I'm looking back. Kang did fucking nothing. He did nothing <laughs> in Equalmania, and I'm supposed to believe he's like the next big threat. And no, it might be why they're deciding to just take Loveness off of Kang Dynasty, or you know maybe. Maybe if our theories are true, they'll just drop Kang and Kang Dynasty altogether. Because yeah. there's not like they it was their own fault because they didn't tell him that he was supposed this was the Kang he was supposed to be writing for to set yeah. up for Kang Dynasty. Yeah, they didn't tell him by the way, this is gonna be like the guy. So make him cool. Mm-hmm. And like I I wish that the point was that this Kang was the loser one. Like, he's... That this is the one that is, like, an incompetent loser. That sucks, but this is supposed to be the guy. Mm-hmm. So, like... He, he lost so hard in his first appearance. Also, What's I kind the of... Point? <laughs> Kind of feel like they were like, no, Jeff, why are you detailing your plans for what you're going to do in the future? We don't do that here. Yeah, you can't do that. We have to change entire third acts and post. What are you talking about? And we have to keep the most minute shit secret for whatever reason. We're because gonna send the men in black to your family. <laughs> because Infinity War and Endgame were successful because we hit spoilers. So we're going to try to do that over and over and over. For every single project. Even if it hasn't really been working all that much. Kevin. Kevin. I need to sit you down and explain to you something. No one was going to give a shit about Eternal spoilers. (laughs) No one. (laughs) No one. You didn't need to send the men in trench coats to the actors' houses with parts of the script. Paste in a folder. I don't remember which actor it was. I don't know if it was for. It might have been Anthony Mackie. I think it was Anthony Mackie who said he hates how they do the script thing, where like he has to go to this location on this one computer to read a script, and like some like security guy will be telling him to hurry up, and it's like. This is an actor who needs to read their script and absorb it. Yeah. Like, to know what they're doing, to know 
the context for their character. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's it's awful. It's horrible. Like, you need to change the process. Like, this is stupid. Like, it's not working. Who cares if people know some detail about that Skippity McDippity is going to make an appearance out of nowhere? Who cares? Just, <sighs> just fucking make a movie like a movie. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. But, but Twitter's going to make fun of me if they know. No, they won't. Well, and if they do, they, who cares? Yeah, and also, they're making fun of you right now, Kevin. <laughs> for it this doesn't, it doesn't matter dude like ugh. stop letting twitter write your movies please ugh. but yeah i agree that i think that it's a very real they could always just recast and move on but they could very I, easily they could i genuinely don't think like there is a possibility that they will try to move ahead with jonathan majors I don't think it's going to do them any favors because people are not going to for, like. There are a lot of things people forget about, but there are a lot of things people have forgotten about and will forget about. Like, mm-hmm. because he's your guy in the big multiverse saga, they're no going to remember. They're no, they're not. They're not going to forget. They're going no. to remember. Just like, don't be like DC and say the quiet part out loud. If you hope that Literally, people will forget don't, about the crime. Because that's not doing so well for them. No, what maybe it is. Stephen King just showed up and said, The Flash is the greatest movie ever made. I love that a lot of The Flash's marketing is just trying to dunk, is trying to like dunk on other movies by constantly retweeting people who are like, Oh yeah, th- I don't care for superhero movies, but this one's the exception. And then like, the movie looks like it looks like Fortnite. It looks like Fortnite. Like it looks Ugh. horrible. It does. I refuse Ugh. to believe that a movie that looks and sounds and feels like that is the best thing that's ever happened to superhero movies in the past 20 something years. Same. I refuse. I do not believe that. For for a second, I do not believe like they Warner Bros has to be calling in every single fucking favor they've ever gotten. They have to because it's literally so obvious this movie is it needs to be a hit. Like, it needs to. Because they've had none. Like Black Adam and Shazam both flopped. Like who could have foreseen that? I don't know. I don't know. Why couldn't we see this coming? <laughs> if only. If, if only, only we knew. But, yeah. Carrying on with Disney, though. Um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is getting mixed negative reviews. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm Which... going to open the Ark of the Covenant and look right into it if this movie's bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. My main concern is not really this. I'm not a Jones head. I'm not like I, I <laughs> never. I never really grew up with these movies. I don't care much for them. Mm-hmm. Not that like I not in like a negative way. I just I just don't have an attachment to them. Right. Like like other people right. do. No, I get you. Um, but no, it is it is unfortunate to. See. Um, 
could it change? Maybe. I don't know. But my main fear from this is that once again, Disney's going to see tepid reaction to a director's movie, or at least Lucasfilm will, and they will axe as Star Wars, which is the movie about the first Jedi. Trey, you won. You bastard. <laughs> now we can't have anything from it. Now, not only do we not get Idris Elba as the first Jedi, we get no one as the first Jedi. It, you bastard. Like, people could say it's, like, unlikely, but I don't... But no, it's it's very likely. <laughs> like, it... There is a precedent for this. They've done this before. Like, they... Like, like Ryan Johnson, like, Last Jedi got good reviews. They did. Like, no matter, like, no matter how many people want to, like, say it's the worst thing ever made, that movie has a favorable, like, Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes score. Like, it, it does. But they still have quietly shoved him to the sideline just every now and then kind of being like, oh, no, don't worry. We're going to, we're going to make. We're gonna make his trilogy. It's fine, but no, you're not. No, <laughs> you're I, not making anything. I do not think that they will. Bless you. You're good. Thank you. But like, and then after that, Patty Jenkins with the uh, what was it? The um, Rogue Squadron movie. Oh yeah. And then I'm after not one said about that, <laughs> I'm not either, but it's just another example. like after Wonder Woman 84 was Wonder Woman 84, they just shelved the movie. It was supposed to come out later this year, and now it's not. Yeah, and Ty- the only person who like they have, like just <laughs> Love and Thunder is like the second worst MCU movie. And he's still making Star Wars. Like, if he. The point is, there is precedent for this happening. And this is like James Mangold's one real miss. Like, because he's been pretty consistent and good from what I've seen. So, like. I'm not here for this fucking revisionism on Twitter going, oh, he was always a. Like, let's look at the movies he's done real quick, right? So, James Mangold. So, Ford v. Ferrari. That got a lot of great reactions. I haven't seen it, but it won two Oscars. It got two (laughs) different nominations. Um, Right, like... It's a good movie. Yeah. Logan, which we don't even need to really talk about. It's Logan. The Wolverine, like, even even though it was like kind of like like it has it's still it's still in the green on meta on Metacritic. Yeah, no, I will fight for the Wolverine. It's a good time. I haven't seen it since it came out, but I want to watch it because I remember enjoying it. Um Yeah. No, it's a it's a good time. It's fun. And then um, there was like Night and Day, which was weird. Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, and yeah, but whatever. <laughs> uh, the Three Ten to Yuma remake. 
people liked. Yeah. Um, Walk the Line, which was a Johnny Cash biopic. People. He's he's made good stuff. Like, but if this is his one, if this is like his first big miss, I don't want this to dictate like his entire future on Star Wars because his movie sounds good and I want it to happen. Like, just, hey. directors don't have to be perfect all the fuck. You know, like what? Sometimes... <laughs> Believe it or not, nobody's work is completely flawless. Who would have thought? But, but, but. <laughs> Fuck you. I just love the long stretch of silence. <laughs> I tried to think of anything else. <laughs> but, yeah. And speaking of Star Wars, um, the ho- their Star Wars hotel is getting shut down. Oh no. Who could have foreseen the $6,000 a night hotel getting shut down? The one that's geared towards kids and families that very clearly freely have $5,000 to spend on a hotel. Oh, totally. I wonder why we aren't getting any bookings. Uh Uh-oh. You remember the Nickelodeon Hotel back in the 2000s? I do. I don't remember how much that was, but, like, it seemed like people actually went to it because it was was around for a long time. Yeah, it might still be around. Like, where is is the Nickelodeon Hotel still? Let me see. Nickelodeon Hotel. NickelodeonResort.com Hey, it's still up. Yep. God damn. So yeah, there you go. It has prices for like 80-something bucks a night. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's affordable. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if... Imagine, if t- what... A hundred times that? <laughs> For one night? <laughs> For one night. That's worth it, right? God. <laughs> Wait. For... Oh. Uh, just... it was It's reconnected. We're good. Okay, good. But I can't wait for fucking... So, uh, did, did you know that, like, for this hotel... There is a shit ton of lore behind it, like oh, the Halcyon. Yeah. Like, like there's a bunch what, of books about Anakin it and, and stuff. Fucked. That's where Anakin and Padme fucked. Yep, and that's where uh, Han and Leia got married, and like, and like all that. I I guarantee you, I want I need this to happen. That at some point, someone will make a book set like between like. Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker or whatever, where this fucking boat gets titanic and just dies. <laughs> oh, one can dream. One can I wanted to get hit by one of the space whales. Kylo and Rey go- meet there. And they just the fucking whales. <laughs> the whales. <laughs> the spammels overrun it. <laughs> they have claimed the space for themselves <laughs> they're the new threat that the new Jedi Order has to defeat Spammels are evolving <laughs> they've become smarter 
<sighs> God. I but yeah, Disney has just taken a whole a whole a whole lot of L's and if they don't change their ways, they will continue to So any any other thoughts you have on all of that? Like on all the things we've kind of ran through, like from the castings to Disney and Jeff Loveness and Indy Five and this. I hope they lose all the money. <laughs> and give it to me. No, wait, I still need them to beat Ron DeSantis. We still okay, need they that. need to beat him. That's true. Anyway, so. With all that being said. Enough about Disney. Now to talk about Dis- Disney. Disney. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> but, um. Into the forever and beautiful sky. <laughs> so, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is out. James Gunn has kissed Marvel goodbye. Um, so, let, let's start off. Uh, so, we've had, so far, we've had, you know, Guardians 1, Guardians 2, uh, their appearances in Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, the holiday special, Love and Thunder. Unfortunately, <laughs> Let, let's let's give like general thoughts on like each of these. Um, first movie is very good. Yeah, it it suffers from its villain, but like he serves an okay point of like he's literally just there to bring them together. You know exactly. That that's the thing is. Ronan doesn't need to be deep in that movie because, like, it's not about him. Mm-hmm. The other two movies, it very much is also about the villains. Mm-hmm. But in Ronan's case, it's really more just being like, by the way, Thanos is coming and he's a problem. Yeah. Really, my only complaint with, well, I do have complaints about Ronan outside of. Outside, I dislike the fact that he is boring, but my main issue with him is can't decide on his power of, like... Namely, I don't see the big deal when he gets the Infinity Stone in terms of, yeah. like, just him. Because, like, oh, his eyes are purple now. Alright, cool. He was already invincible and could break necks by pointing his hammer at them. They still beat the shit out of Drax, so, like... What, is this what even that significant a power boost? Like, I know if he hits his hammer on the planet, it blows up, sure, but, like... He doesn't do that to a person. Mm-hmm. And when he gets hit with, like, the, the big gun, it's supposed to be like, oh, man, that should have killed him. It's like, should it have? He seemed pretty invincible already. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, because the rest of the movie is great. It is. It it I I fucking cry at the opening every time. Me too. And the the part during the climax with the take my hand part. Yo. Like that, it's so good. God. Like it's such a like it was a big surprise back then too. Like, it was. Like people had no clue like the trailer looked good, obviously. You know, the 
with with uh, with hooked on a feeling it like no yeah you remember seeing that trailer in the theaters like that had oh a my fucking god. like god just hearing it being like ooga chaka ooga 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 chaka like it was so good it was and like the movie itself was really good like my mom was shocked because like um she it, it had all the songs that she grew up with like from the 70s and whatnot like right like so she she loved it a lot because of that um and she just liked the characters too um it like and there's also you know the argument from fans of the comics of you know them not being the greatest adaptation but mm-hmm. i think this movie i think these movies are the strongest argument towards you don't need to be accurate to make a good movie no like it, it's true and to or to make the characters compelling right like like sometimes there isn't a situation of accuracy like you feel like it was really dumb that they didn't stay accurate but at this point it's like this was guardians of the galaxy nobody knew who they were so no. like at the end of the day i don't care that much you know no like like, like i understand comic fans being upset about that kind of thinking of like oh just because the character is c-list doesn't mean they don't deserve a good adaptation like i get that but i don't care about mm-hmm. like like i really like the the original well original quote-unquote guardians of the galaxy run from from abnett and and uh lenning i think was the artist i don't remember but uh mm-hmm. After Annihilation, but before the movies, I like that run of Guardians. It's cool. But, like, I, I just love the movies a lot. And mm-hmm. I love these versions of the characters. Like, like, Rocket and Groot feel exactly the same. Like, just note mm-hmm. for note. The only difference is Rocket no longer has a weird Cockney accent. Yeah, I did hear that, like, in the comics and in when they showed up in things... <laughs> Very rarely, other than comics, Rocket was did have a Cockney accent. Yeah, it was weird. Which I don't like, care about that. I, I like Bradley no. Cooper's voice better. I do wish people wouldn't constantly, like, mimic him when... Right. Like, because, I mean, after this, after this movie, fucking everything fucking changed forever. Like, yeah, which, which, that is a complaint in regards to the comics I do agree with, of, like, there is the Guardians before the movie came out and after. Mm-hmm. They are completely different teams. They are. And, like, then you have, like, the, the cartoon that came out that was just a shittier version of the movie. Yeah. Same thing with Avengers Assemble. Yeah, which I think the the first season, at least, of the, the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon is fine, but it's also clear, excuse me, they were restricted as hell on what they were allowed to use in regards to, like, Marvel Cosmic stuff. Yeah. They couldn't use anything related to Fantastic Four or X-Men. Mm-hmm. So that meant no Skrulls, no Shi'ar, no Galactus and his buddies, none of that. hmm Which is, like... Two thirds of fucking Marvel yeah. Cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta use fucking Thor now because Thor's an alien or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Because MCU. Fuck you. <sighs> Fuck you. Also, we're going to have this whole arc about Peter going to find his dad before the movie comes out and makes Ego his dad. So now the kids are just really confused on why... <laughs> On why in our cartoon, his dad is this dude who is like king of this planet or empire or whatever. That's why brand synergy shit is stupid. Like, yeah, like, like, I agree with brand synergy to an extent of like, hey, we have a we have a Captain America movie coming out. We should have a Captain America book running right now. Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, we have. We put like, we put like this character on the uh, the Avengers in the movies. Maybe we could try to put them on it in the Avengers in the comic, or mm -hmm. vice versa. You know? Yeah. That Which that isn't even like like that's just basic brain That's just being yeah. smart with like yeah. highlighting certain things in a time where they they have potential to grow in popularity. Yeah, but but what Marvel does is they're like movie. Good. Comic become movie. TV yeah. become movie. TV become movie. <laughs> it's like I can only imagine how many confused kids there were that thought the cartoons were part of the movies. There's so many. Oh my god. I remember Avengers Assemble, like it came out after the first movie, and it it tried to act like both the first movie and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes happened at first, but that's impossible for so many reasons. The and Avengers then it just defaulted to, nah, the movie happened, and then Ultron showed up, and then died, and then Age of Ultron came out, and Ultron showed up again, and they just acted like that movie happened in between seasons, but that's also fucking impossible. Like that that's the stupid like you can make a Guardians cartoon that is its own thing without the aesthetics of the movie to make you think it is movie. No. But they don't trust they don't do smart brand synergy, they do cheap and easy brand synergy. Al Ewing is the only man that can save them. Yeah. <laughs> he saved the Guardians and then they broke them immediately after. Oh boy. They're immediately back to just being the movies, but shittier. Uh, and like, now they're in like this weird cowboy universe, and it's like, who the fuck even are you people? Why? Mm -hmm. Why did you write them like this? We just spent two years fixing Star Lord and making him cool, but still also similar to the movie. It's like, wh why? Why? Uh... Why are you the way that you are? Why? But anyway. Anyway, um, Guardians 2 is really good. Guardians 2 is... Like, I don't get why people don't like it. I really Those don't. people are stupid. Like, the only reasons I can see are because, like, some of the stuff with Max, like, some of the comedy can... Like, some... Like, make him a bit too stupid and also a bit too mean-spirited towards Mantis... Like Mantis Two being like not really as capable as her comic counterpart, I get it. I, I can um, definitely get the complaints with Mantis, especially. Counterpoint. Ah, my nipples. 
he put everything into that screen. And then my favorite, why? My father would tell the story of impregnating, of impregnating my mother every winter solstice. <laughs> every the way I tweeted it, and it blew up. By the way, that tweet I don't it know did. how, but the way he delivers every winter solstice—it's like it's so what earnest. Makes, what makes the winter solstice so special that your father has to tell this story? Yes, watch off the mom. <laughs> you Earthers have hangups. I love the way he's like, it was beautiful. <laughs> he's offended that Peter doesn't want to hear it. And then, of course, my great, my favorite, my favorite comedies in threes. Hand me some of that yarrow root. I can't. It's not ripe yet. And later, <laughs> she tries to reach for it. Drax kicks it away. It's not ripe. And then <laughs> she shoots Yondu. She's like, well, hello, boys. And she eats it with her fork arm. And she spits it out. And she's like, it's not right. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's so good. <laughs> but like Guardians 2 is so fun and it's so, it's very dark too. Like it is. look at Ego. Like I love that they really play in that they play into his into his name in terms of like he is literally the most egotistical person in the universe. He wants the entire universe to be him. Yeah. Like, he wants to turn everything into him. Because he thinks he's the only life form worth existing. Yeah. Like, and it's so fucked up. Like, he murdered all these other children. Like, probably killed all their moms, too. Oh, 100%. Like, he's a eugenicist fucking, like, he, he keeps his kids skeletons in his body <laughs> stomach <laughs> one of his canyons it's fucked like he has a special spot for them inside of him jesus he just dumps them off when he's done with them like it's fucked and like i think everyone just has a really good arc in the like i think you know Gamora does, Peter does, I think Nebula does. Like <laughs> you know what ego is? What? Is the Cyclops from the SpongeBob movie. Oh, <laughs> and, the, and the skeletons are his knickknacks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and him using Peter as a battery is him putting under the under the lamp. <laughs> Peter tries to sing, I'm a goofy goober. <laughs> He would! Or hooked on a feeling, whatever the one is. <laughs> but also, this movie has the best... Well, until this movie, but it's hard to say. It has the best, like, use of a main song with The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Like... <sighs> dude, you... Like, for, when it plays, first off, when they all... I think that's good, because obviously it's, like, kind of, you know, fitting with the themes of the song, because of... What was going on with Fleetwood Mac when they wrote it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it means something completely different when Peter finally fights back because he is not breaking the chain with his family. He chooses not to break the chain with his family. Yep. And just, dude, the chills I get to this day when like the sand just starts swirling around. Mm-hmm. 
and he just fucking like uses the power against ego and fucking flies deck oh god it's so good and uh, hey it may have been your father boy but he wasn't your daddy yeah and oh, i love this take on yondu like, he's the best. I love that he's just a trucker from South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's from Space Alabama. He's from Space Alabama. <laughs> but God, man, and that ending with Father and Son by Cat Steven <sighs> fucking kills me. Like, yeah. and Rocket's arc too of like you know, fucking like. And we'll get to it more later of how it kind of fits in. Like, stealing stuff in order to push Like, doing intentionally sabotaging things for himself because he can't cope with being in a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it just... And the ending of, like, they, di- he, they didn't run away from him, even when he yelled at them and said mean things and stole batteries he didn't need. And then just... Ugh, what a good move. I do not understand how people do not like it. They're like, weak. In my opinion, it's the second best one. It's the best one visually, anyway. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and, and they're, I think they're, I think the Russos did good with them in Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, like, no, I liked them in there. They, they served tr- their, their purpose well. Like, people have been trying to, like, manufacture that James hated what they did with the Guardians in Infinity War and Endgame. The really only thing he's being stubborn on is, like, no Peter's mask was supposed to be broken forever after 2. And I guess right. he just got a new one in Infinity War. And I'm like, it's kind of a lame hill to die on, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a one thing I, I'm like, I disagree with him on. It's like, I don't know. I think you could easily just make a new one with Rocket. Like, I don't know why you gotta be stubborn about that, but whatever. Um, but, like, with Gamora dying, he literally said, like, he, that was his original plan for Volume 2. That yeah. was his original plan. And then, like, they told him they were thinking of doing that, and he's like, oh, perfect, I can easily tell a story about that. Yeah, like, oh, sweet, That good, I don't have to rewrite 3 too much in my head, I can just... I can rework this. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't understand why people are like, oh, the Russos killed Gamora and that fucked up, and James had to like ride around it. And it's like, no, they were in contact during it. Per his yeah, own no, word, th- they were still talking at that point. It wasn't until after like Endgame came out that James was fired, and even then, I'm sure they probably still like talked to him, sort of. Like, and the thing is, even then, he was fired after Infinity War. He was rehired like two months before it came out. Yeah, so they probably told, by the way, do you, we're bringing Gamora back in this. And he's like, oh, cool. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. That, that, I can work with that. That'll, mm-hmm. that'll settle my, my plans for three. But like, neither of them wanted, like, but some Neither of them do. wanted Thor. <laughs> neither Taika or Gunn wanted anything to do with this Guardians Thor team up idea that they had <laughs> it was so funny so I just fell on Taika to do an opening yeah. intro because James Gunn said oh yeah, if I, I came out first I wouldn't have even acknowledged Thor at all 
<laughs> so Base. Taika took the bullet and went, all right, no, Thor just annoyed them and they ditched him. <laughs> God, it's so... It sucks because of, like, the bond that Thor had with Rocket and it came out that Rocket never kept in contact with him after. It's, like, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> you made one shit movie. I'm never talking to you again. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kind of watching that that volume two scene we were talking of Star Lord fighting back, and it's just oh my god, the fucking uh, okay. the needle drop is so good. Of the chain, just <sighs> the holiday special was really fun too. It it made me really. It's happy. so fun. Oh my, god. I lost my. I lose my shit every time I think about. It. Of drags beating up the guy in the Gobot costume. <laughs> just, that, uh, Gobot's killed his cousin. <laughs> James I love, Cannon. I love that one part where the person's like, "Come on, come get a picture with, with the God of War." <laughs> yeah, because I think he's Kratos. <laughs> I love that it was just centering around Mantis and Drax, and that it showed that, like, no, Mantis very capable. Like she. Yeah. She she's a fighter. She uses her powers in tandem. She's still silly and goofy, but like mm-hmm. she she is capable. Like you know, a lot like how yeah. she was in the in the in the game. You know, yeah. like she, I don't know too much about her in the comics, but like she was not this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't care. I I love game Mantis so much, and I think James did too. Yeah, he de- she. I, she feels a lot more in line with that than she mm-hmm. did with her volume two in Infinity War self. Yeah. Which I'm very happy about because she is so good in this movie. Yeah. And I love the ending of the, the holiday special. Yeah. Oh my, that made me cry, but it did. Cause like, it's so, like she is terrified. Like mm-hmm. the idea of him rejecting her. Cause like she, he's the only family she has too. Like, yeah. the only, like, biological family that isn't all, anyway. Yeah, like... like. And I love that he's just, like... It's so cheesy, but it's so sweet. Yeah. Man, just, that's the greatest Christmas present I could ever get. It's mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I love family. I love family. <laughs> Where's Vin yeah. Diesel in these movies? He's Groot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I forgot. <laughs> I actually genuinely forgot. Oh my god. Oh my god. He was right here by your side all along. He was. It was his story all along. We just didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret's like, oh, thank you. And she's like, no, I was talking. I was talking to him. The next time we see Groot, he's just gonna—he's just gonna be Dom painted as a tree. <laughs> God, I wish it's I not wish. gonna be a big CG man. It's just Vin Diesel, but painted to look like a tree, painted in with like wood. a costume. Uh, if they were—if they were real, they would do this. It was like every school play, like extra ever, where he's got like the the hole cut out for his face in the tree. <laughs> I no, I would I I want something like this. <laughs> Where like he plays Groot in something. 
<laughs> that's his costume. <laughs> Ugh, but all this being said, finally get to volume three. The best one. Yeah, I, I genuinely like we're like we're gonna start off with general thoughts. Like, yeah, I think like 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 I wish it ha- I wish there was a bit more color to it, but the color grading works for the story. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're on Counter Earth, like what, yeah. what you talked about, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like general thoughts. Um, this is probably the best one. Like, it's very painful. It gives truths of life, of life and whatnot, but also like in the end about love and how every. Every living being has meaning, like has a purpose. Like mm-hmm. you don't get to decide what deserves to live or die because of what it, like what it quote unquote does for society. Or like mm-hmm. you know, there are people who are like pandas do nothing for the benefit <laughs> of society. They should just die. It's like fuck you. <laughs> like no, <laughs> animals deserve to live. Yeah. But also, man, pandas feel like they want to go extinct sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but... <laughs> Those motherfuckers do not want to take care of their babies at all. They don't. They just sit there. And wait. <sighs> and wait. A panda is born and they go, finally, God, take me. Do it. <laughs> I, want, I want death. Just like... like just like Rocket. <laughs> but you know what are what are your general thoughts quick oh this movie's fucking amazing oh my god Mm -hmm. it just it it did just about everything i wanted and things i didn't know i wanted Mm -hmm. i'm looking at you tracks i'm sorry (laughs) i wasn't familiar with the game i understand now it's literally like like I like that he got to be a be like a fucking like 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 he was still goofy, wasn't as overcooked as it was last time, but it mm-hmm. felt like like I, I I love that it's like a mix of, you know, his race, his his species being, you know, more literal, but also him being like we'll talk about more later, a goofy dad by nature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time he says something like that doesn't make any sense or is like, you know, taking it, <clears throat> taking it too literally, he's just making dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Drax would literally say, like, hi, blank, I'm dad. Like, if you say something like, like I'm tired or whatever, like, he would actually say that. He would. <laughs> like, and you would play it so straight. He would. Ugh, but, like, the story in this movie is... It's... Like... The pacing is a little wonky, I will admit, in, like, the act or half. But, like, honestly, once they're, like, really in... or Like, once they're in that through the rest of the movie, it's, like near flawless to me you know mm-hmm. um 
But yeah, the story is generally just, you know, we'll run through it just very quickly, but you know, Peter Peter's no, depressed. <laughs> you know us. We'll 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 save all this stuff for character. Okay. So man depressed that woman dead. <laughs> but not man, really dead. Not really dead. Raccoon beat up by Will Poulter. <laughs> Will Poulter funny. Will funny. Poulter Will Poulter stabbed and then leave. Raccoon get first aid. First aid Fuck. kill raccoon. They have 24 hours. 48. They go to they go to Oregon Tesla. They <laughs> man man meet woman who is dead but not dead again. Man embarrassed self. Rock raccoon have flashbacks that are not diegetic. They kill me. <laughs> Group go to Orgo Corp. Group Group get info. Info show torture of animal. Group go to furry world. Group meet Robocop man. Robocop man want them to bring raccoon back. Man blow up furry world. <laughs> Group gets separated. Raccoon go to heaven. Raccoon come back from heaven. Group fight. Group fight Robocop. Robocop man kill own team. Group group have hallway fight. Group separate two to save children. Raccoon become father to smaller raccoons. <laughs> group, group group jump Robocop. Robocop man have no face. They let him live because they all yeah. escape with animals. Man nearly die in space. Will Poulter save man. Group separates. Group sad. Dog days are over. The end. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> That's that is that is Guardian Siri, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Good night. I'm sorry, I just kind of dominated that. There. No, just... you're you're good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, let's get into specifics with characters. Um, but like, well, first story, very good, actually. Um, story good. Story good. <laughs> But yeah, uh, let's start off with Rocket. Holy, holy shit. Um, I want to die. So, like, I do have a bit of a, like, a bit of a thing that I'm trying to get past, and I'm ki- I kind of am, but still I'm like, eh, I don't know. I do wish they found a way to still have the arc of he's going to die in 48 hours if we don't find the if we don't find the passkey for the kill switch without him being in a coma most of the movie because it feels like he he only really gets invested into the story by the third act because that's when he realizes oh wait we're back with the with the high evolutionary oh no um 
Right. But at the same time, I get it because we've had to Rocket being an asshole when it comes to emotions and dealing with his past. So we would have had that even more so this time. And it probably would have gotten, like we talked about, nearly as insufferable as the game got a bit. Because mm-hmm. Again, we love that game. It's great. But they went a little too long with being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just waiting for him to like finally be like, okay, I, I've changed and grown as a person. Let's go. <laughs> right, like... But, but this movie makes up for it by sh- showing his past and oh god. I um, want to give him a hug. First off, from the opening scene, um... When we see all the like tiny baby raccoon and then the hand reaching into the cage. First of all, that frame those shots are fucking horrifying. horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like and then when the sound cuts as it's zooming in on baby and just starts playing the acoustic version of Creep and him playing it, like that the whole opening title scene fucking chilling. Like yep. I I was speechless. I couldn't move. <laughs> Like, like creeps become like a meme song, and people were when it was announced that it was going to be in it. People were like, "What? Oh, uh, this is stupid. <laughs> this is going to be, this is going to be so dumb." And then the movie came out. I was crying. <laughs> yup. The bits about him singing like, "I want to have control. I don't care if it hurts. I want to, I want to have control. I want a perfect body. I want, I want a perfect soul." Fuck, that really hurts because in his eyes, he doesn't have a perfect body or a perfect soul or any control over either, you know? Like, he. Because he, his, like, like we've seen for all these movies, he has these, like, pieces of metal just permanently stuck in him. And, like, he was forced to evolve. As we see in these flashbacks, he's the fact that they showed a baby raccoon where it clearly had brain surgery, like its head is shaved <sighs> and its skull is like glued back on. It's awful. It, I wanted to cry so badly mm-hmm. when it when he finally was able to. His first word was hurts. And oh my god, Lila teeths and Floor. I wanted to hug them all, especially Floor. Floor and teeths. I wanted to. Teeths, I love that. I love I, he was partially the saddest because he was so. Like, Floor was too, but he was so, like, ab- about what was happening. Uh, he. Yeah, no, he might be the like physically the worst. What he has fucking clockwork orange eyes. He does like he his eyes are like like I think it's blank, but like his eyes are like bulged out and it just it hurts to see because they don't look well. They don't look like they're they look well okay. They don't like and he's stuck in a chair with big rusty wheels and it's like 
And then Floor, obviously, her legs are chopped off. Like, her back legs are chopped off, and she's given spider legs and antenna. And it's like, why? <laughs> why would you do this? And Lila has no arms. She has robot arms. And the detail that really hurts that I realized, well, that I saw on a TikTok, otters usually hold each other's hands to stay together in water. And he took that from her. I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) I'll be back. (laughs) It just, uh, it, like Rocket got the best deal out of all of them. He He did. And he's, his shit still sucks. Like all that he really has is like, a bunch of like screws and rebar on his like front and back, but and sometimes on his hand or leg, but yeah. And you know, that sucks. It does. That's horrible. But you're not teeths. Just and God, when they did the noodle drop for since you've been gone, it shows them all playing tag in their in their cells. <sighs> I wanted to cry. It's just, uh, they deserved everything. They did. And like I said, for the majority of this movie, Brock out of commission and fucking he helps the high evolutionary fi- find out like, which will let's actually put this in tandem with high evolutionary too. Yeah, um, the two are so linked we can't talk about one or the other. We have to talk yeah. about both. So, holy fuck. Um, This man's a monster. (laughs) Probably the most evil villain. Like, he might be. Like, the only contender I can think of is Red Skull, because he's a Nazi. Like, (laughs) but even then. Like, this guy abuses animals and dissects them for fun. For fun. Actually, for fun. Like, because he believes it's his divine right to do so. It's so disgusting and fucked up. And, like, he's so eloquent about it, too. Like, he, like, uh, Chikuti Awuji said, uh, he learned, he used a lot of Shakespeare as inspiration when playing uh, High Evolutionary. And you, you can, can see, see it. it. Like, he is like the, we've talked about this. The only problem we have with him is that the color of his costume is just purple. It's just purple. Like that's lame. We wish like we wish it was silver and and red, dark red. But yeah. But if they if they couldn't or just didn't want to do the the red, fine. But like you should still put like the silver in there to break up all the purple. Mm-hmm. Something besides just, just purple. The third purple man. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not. No. I wasn't even talking about FNAF. I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> I got nervous. Okay. <laughs> My favorite Marvel villain, William Afton. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm never coming back to Miracle Place Zelda now. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, no, like, and I love that we never really learn where he comes from. Yeah, we don't know. Like, he just showed up one day, declared himself as God, and started making civilizations and then destroying them. Yep. Just because he can. Just because he can. Like, he believes it's his right to. I love, like, we've talked about this too before, but I love that the, the pure dramatic irony of him. He thinks himself as this higher being who has a divine purpose and has a divine right to all of life and deciding how it goes. But really, he's just a rabid dog chasing his tail, doomed to fail. Yeah. yeah. I want to create the perfect species and society of free-thinking, super-intelligent beings that can do anything and are absolutely perfect in every way. But also, they're totally subservient to me and see me as their <laughs> god and do whatever I ask. Like, you can't those, have it both ways. You can't. They're mutually exclusive. Like, all you either you get your your free thinking, super intelligent people, or you get a bunch of dolls that do whatever you want. Like, like you don't. You can't have it both ways that doesn't exist but he keeps trying because he thinks he can do it because he can do anything but you can't and like yeah and it, he he's convinced that like rocket's brain has like the key to this concept of you're you're creative you're smart you know things that like i don't and that drives me fucking insane mm-hmm. but if I just cut open your brain and poke it for a day, <laughs> I will find the secret super formula in your brain chemicals that I can mass produce and give to all of my creations and make them as smart and creative as you, but also totally subservient and perfect to me in every way. It's totally going to work out. That's how this works, because I've deemed it so. Like, e- like... He was always destined to fail, but his obsession with Rocket just sped it up. Like, because it just, it's so, like, the scenes of him and Rocket, he's teaching Rocket all these things and holding him, like, almost in, like, a fatherly kind of way. Like, 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 seem, like, seeming very, like, calm and, like, comfortable. And then he, like, and he's teaching him, and then he just fucking is like, Talking about like how you take things in the universe and perfect them. And then he puts his hand like grasps his head like he's like he could crush it if he wanted to. You know, like it's so fucked up. And you see that rocket scared like he is. It's like it's very clearly not just all of them think the high evolutionary is cool until um, rocket tells them the truth about what's happening. It's very clear they all are scared of him. Like, they all know what he's really like, but they try mm-hmm. to, like, cope with the quote-unquote bright side of it, of, like, oh, we're going to the new world. It's all gonna... We're going We're going to the farm. Yeah, literally, <laughs> where we we're gonna go to the farm state. Where, we, where they romp and play <laughs> with a hammock made of dreams. 
Oh, Alfred. <laughs> they write me emails. <laughs> but, like, and Batman, I, I it was just another failed experiment from <laughs> my evolutionary. I tried to make the perfect hero, and I made a dumbass. I made that. <laughs> I just kind of dumped him in some shithole on Earth and so- waited to see what would happen. It's funny. I've been watching some- all the videos. Somehow he's pretty effective. But only in so much that he just irritates everyone into submission. <laughs> Whatever works, so. I need his brain. I need to figure out. <laughs> he cuts him open. Like, his skull is just hollow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Hmm. There's like one tiny peanut in there with a few wrinkles on it, and that's the brain. It's got it's got cobwebs in there. <laughs> a mouse got- crawls out and eats the peanut. <laughs> huh. A foghorn sound effect plays when you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to drop you back off. <laughs> I don't need to deal with this. But I also love how this scene starts off like rockets stealing things. His kleptomanism is like his kleptomania is like trauma. Yep. Like he needs to steal stuff in ca- in case he needs a way out of a situation. Exactly. Because like, like here he just steals random things from the high evolutionary's ship until he can make that key card. But, you know, the scene where they make the Ninja Turtle and he's trying to, like, see what Rocket thinks about it. Rocket has, still has a limited vocabulary. Like, he, he can't really... He doesn't speak full sentences yet. Yeah. But he figures it out. Like, yeah. And, like, and the high evolutionary didn't even consider it. Yeah, and, like, and he's like... He's so fucking mad that it's this... not even. <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go. Like it is like super duper sciencey shit, but like breaking it down, it's something that's actually pretty simple. Like it's it's just two filters. Yeah. Like you just need to put a pool filter in there, and you're good. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you. He, he literally is like just. These filters are not filtering or need to be tighter and filter out the the, the chemical or some like it. They need to be loosened in the chemical in so they aren't violent. Yeah. But it's literally something that's actually pretty simple. But he just cannot comprehend that he didn't see it. It's not even about like at the end of the day, I don't think it's even about like the fact that Rocket figured it out. It's the fact that he didn't. Because he yeah, wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah, no, it, it's less the fact this like hunk of the, the, this hunk of like flesh and metal I crafted in a weekend figured it out, but that it figured it out before I did. And I need to I, figure out how. I didn't tell it that was the issue, and it figured it out on its own before I could. Mm-hmm. I can't allow that. Like, God, that scene of him going, like, you know, the the flashback of 
like, like I love the look he gives him where he's just like, huh? Like he's like, because he knows of, he's right. Yeah, like it, it's so like and. And then, like, you know, the flashback where, well, first off, the, the one where they all pick their names is just. Teeps. <laughs> Teeps. Because although we all do have them, mine are definitely the most prominent. Floor. Um, me is, me be called Floor because me is lying on Floor. I love that Floor was the baby of the group. She was. Like, <laughs> Kill me. I want to die. <laughs> so finally, to God, finally, God, take me. I want it. Now, give me death. Just like, just like Lila. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Linda Carlini was so good. All of them were so good she as was. their characters, but Linda Carlini as Lila was so good I yeah. was very impressed by the animation with her like when she's like 89Q12 is not really a name and she does that little like face scrunch like where you're just like where you're like eh kind of like you know the, you know that face scrunch mm-hmm. like they replicate that with an otter and I'm like how does that how the fuck you do that like like <laughs> you may even believe wizards in, are you like an otter could be capable of doing that <laughs> like and it's so like it's so. Someday I'm gonna make great machines that, and I'm gonna fly with all my friends into the forever and beautiful sky. <laughs> when they were picking out their names and it became Rocket's turn, my heart fucking dropped because that's whenever that's why he calls himself Rocket. And mm-hmm. uh, oh my god. God, and then the next flashback where first off, Rocket Floor cuddles with Rocket when they sleep. <laughs> that hurts. I hate it. I hate James. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do this to me? But High Evolutionary, first of all, he's having a tantrum like he's a child. He is. Like, and he, because he, they had a breakthrough, which the breakthrough was just. We fixed the filters. Um, and he's like, someone's saying he takes Rocket and he's like, and it seems like he's going to be nice, but then he just throws him on the ground. And he's like, how did you figure it out? I made. How did you know? Because it worked. And Rocket did his work for him. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. He doesn't even give him the decency of you're going to get to go there too. No. Because you're, you are, and you are a Petri dish. You are, you are dissection material. I'm going to see what makes you tick. That makes you different from all these other failures. And I, that line is so fucking disgusting where he's like, you who look like you have been cobbled together by fat fingered children. How could you be perfect and enter a perfect world? Which ties back around to the use of creep of, you know, I want a perfect body, I want a perfect soul. And 
like Batch 89 was never meant for the new world. You could figure out the intricate workings of filters, but you couldn't figure out that. Like, she, like we knew it was never going to happen. Yeah, we, we knew Rocket's buddies aren't going to make it. They're not, they were never going to, to counter Earth. Ever. But Jesus, like, it hurts. It hurts. And then he, like, and he's like, but that brain that I like to study for, take it back and prep it for surgery and incinerate the others. Mm-hmm. And, and then the final flashback. Yeah. And although something that I did notice while watching the movie. Where like we talk talked about earlier how like Rocket couldn't really form full sentences. By that flashback, he could. He mm-hmm. just didn't in front of High Evolutionary because when he talks, he talks very like improper and like says stuff like can'ts or or won'ts or like adding plurals and shit to words that don't need them because that's just how he talks. Mm-hmm. But with High Evolutionary, he has to be very particular with what he says mm-hmm. otherwise he gets upset and like so he speak he speaks broken english like simple one word at a time because that because he's thinking particularly how do i say this word mm-hmm. but then as soon as high evolutionary is gone he's immediately speaking like full sentence to his friends mm-hmm. just like we get the fuck out of here yeah and god the way the, that part where like Rocket says it can't, and High Evolution says just rolls his eyes and takes a deep can't. Well, no, he says can't. Can't, yeah. But that just is so fucking. That was like the first big symbol of like, oh, this. This is gonna go bad. He's a fucking piece of shit. Like, yep. anything that isn't as smart as him isn't worth living. I guarantee you there's somewhere in the script that instead of that, he said cunt. <laughs> like Rocket. Because he's trying to imitate, but wasn't allowed to because it's not R-rated. Yeah, we already have one F-bomb in this movie, so we can't. It's the best it one I've heard in a while. It is. I like that it wasn't even like, you know, big, super big moment. It's just... Open it's the, the most up. like relatable moment ever. It's literally just like... like it's It's the way of using a curse word that makes actually funny where it's like you're so fed up that you just have to say it like you have to like peter is so annoyed and nebula <laughs> takes forever to like press the button and she's like okay now what do i do and he's like open, open the, the fucking, fucking door, door. <laughs> <laughs> i love just how casual like, oh, you open the fucking door it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> like it's so casual and it's good originally tony was just Originally, Tony's last words going to be "fuck you, Thanos" or something. Apparently. That would have been so stupid. It would have it would have been so stupid and childish. But here, it's it works. Like, but God, I've f- seen the Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, People keep trying to guess it up as no, that was like the best thing that ever happened between Batman and Joker. I'm like, I'm going to kill you all. Besides, who's gonna give you a reach around? I will fucking kill you. <laughs> hey, that's what. This. 
To be fair, I'd say the same if said that to me. Astronomers have discovered an Earth-sized planet with active volcanoes. So Mustafar. Yeah, I was about to say Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting on that. Now it's well, from, uh, it's from Daily Loud. It's not true, probably. Fuck. Can't that thing anything. is an actual psyop. It is. <sighs> God. But. So. Um. Yeah, the final flashback to Rocket's time on the High Evolutionary Ship. Panicking and putting together the telling them they're not going to send us to the New World. And part where Teef says, Rocket, we're going to the New World any day now. Just like looking at him as he is. I'm just, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't man. know. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. Like it hurts so much, like, and he's just like when Rocket's telling him he's they're gonna escape, and like Teeves is like, I don't think that's wise, and it's like, I don't even know if Teeves would have been able to escape. Like, bes- besides the other thing I'll talk about after this, but like, would he have been fast enough on the on the wheels? Like, yeah. even with all that. I don't think him or Floor would have lasted more than a week. Yeah. Just like as people alive. (laughs) Like, like I I think they would have just fallen apart after. Yeah. Though, like, Rocket could have easily, like, fixed them up or, like, like he did with Nebula, you know? Yeah, but that was also years later. And, That's true, yeah. And also, like, that Nebula is, like, built to be taken apart and put back together. These guys are not. Yeah. I... I'm sad. Because <laughs> yeah. then we get to, like, when Lila's like, no, that can't be, and he's like, it is, I'm they're gonna when he said they're gonna kill us all in the morning, and Teefs and Rocket are you no know, Teefs and Floor are like what like just they don't. Uh, and when they all agree to break out, when Rock when like Teefs do, not Teefs when Floor does her little happy dance of like it's like play, she's like playtime forever, like happy time forever, something like that, or happy time like. Uh, <laughs> well, and then. Yeah. He he does it and opens, and then he opens the cage with Lila and Teefs, and then they hug, and then it really is good to have fr- bang, 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 bang. bang. <laughs> I thought at first it was the it was the, but no, he wasn't even decent enough to. He shot her. <laughs> It looked for a second. It looked like he used like a real handgun to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought he just pulled out a Glock. <laughs> yeah, they sell these two here in space. Glock, yeah. moved, Glock, moved, the Glock brand moved up in the world. Good for them. <laughs> just it was like 
And he knew Rocket was going to do this and plan this anyway. Yeah, because of course he would. And he just calmly is like back in the cage. And then Lila just looks up at the ceiling and says, Sky. And then just... <sighs> we watched the life fade out of an otter's eyes. James Gunn, I'm coming for your family. And then Rocket lets out the most blood-curdling ever. High evolutionary just goes wham, wham, wham. But first, Rocket Teeth's floor go now. Rocket Teeth. Like, that's the thing that hurt me the most. Mm -hmm. Floor, you see, is like the oblivious one because she's she's a baby. She has, like, limited vocabulary. Like, she's very, you know, happy and playful despite their situation. But as soon as she sees what happens, she immediately understands and says they have to go. Like, and Teeve's also begging him to, like, go and, like, and he's, like, calling them while they're, he's calling his people to, like, come uh, restrain Rocket and, like, make sure not to bruise his brain. And then the... (laughs) (laughs) God. Stop fucking crying, bitch. Wah, wah, wah. I don't want to hear it. Literally. That was when it just fully sick. You're like, this is the worst dude there's ever been, ever. Like, he fucking murdered someone who's loved and then <laughs> mocked them for crying. For crying. Imagine fucking in the new DCU, fucking Joe Chill does that to baby Bruce <laughs> when he's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking great would that be? <laughs> also played by Chakudi Awuchi. Yeah. <laughs> Mern was hired to kill his parents. <laughs> oh, like, that'd be amazing. He's like, all right, you win the crying con. Back into. And then Rocket just fucking. Finally, for the first he time. Eviscerates him. Loses his shit and just goes feral and claws his face off, basically. <laughs> like, maybe a third of it is still on there. Well, we've seen what he looks like. He's. <laughs> it is gone. And, like, both Teeves and Flora begging him to stop because they gotta go. And then the backup arrives and Rocket is able to shoot. But then he looks back. And, and they got they got shot. We see a, an otter, a walrus, and a little bunny get shot and fucking bleed out on There was blood. There was literally blood. And it's like, god damn. This, this really is a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, right? Animal abuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got your talking singing animals? This is fucking Disney. I felt like my stomach was on the floor. Like, I felt like I couldn't during this. And then the fucking, like, he esca- I just love, like, when he escapes and, like, the camera lingering on his face. And then you see him become Rocket from the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you just see that change in his eyes. And, yeah, that, that, that innocent animal was gone. Like. God, and then 
the scene where they where they're gonna get him out well not get him out where they're gonna like save him and use the code first of all the score during that scene of him in heaven plus them trying to bring him back it like it's called into the light but just let's real quick john murphy did a fucking job with the score like he's amazing like i do wish there was more use of the theme but i think the place where they used it where when rocket was fighting back was good mm-hmm. and uh like f- fucking just the music here i bawled my fucking eyes out when rocket saw lila and he just covered it he, he covered his hand because he couldn't stop himself from crying like yep. And because of the guilt he feels too, because he got them, like, yeah, in his mind anyway. He got and when she says, "And I've been flying with our friends," this we were right. The sky is beautiful. Is it is forever? And I've been flying with our friends and tease some and tease some floor right behind her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. And the way he's the way Bradley Bradley Cooper, holy shit, he fucking killed it, man! Like the way he says, "Can I come?" Just broke my heart into a million. Mm-hmm. And just the very happy, like yes, that Linda Car like. And then as soon as after that, Rocket flatlines, and we'll get to this later. But Chris Pratt during this too, he killed it. Oh my god. Like, it chokes me up right now. Like, he could not handle another loss. And just the way he's like, his scream and just like, I am not letting him go. And just just does CPR, because that's all he can do. It's it's, It's all he knows. And then like, in heaven, Lila stops him and is like, but not yet. And... The relief that washed over me. Like, oh, God. Yeah. And there are the hands that make us. And there are the hands that guide the hands. The story has been yours all along. You just you just didn't know it. I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying not uh, to cry. I'm actually, try, I'm actually trying not to cry right now. Yeah. Um, and, and then... And then he says, and then like she's like, says like, "Go home, my little raccoon," or something. My beloved raccoon, yeah, yeah, my beloved raccoon. And he's like, "I'm not a (laughs) raccoon." Yeah, (laughs) I like that. There is a little comedy in there. Yeah, no, that's great. (laughs) We need that right now. Yeah. And when Rocket comes back and he's telling everyone he's fine, and and Manta's like, "We love you very much." Well, that makes you the idiots. And then you hear Evolutionary say, he's right. And then Rocket just fucking has a panic attack. Yup. He would. Like, yeah. He didn't know this shit was happening. And he's like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Where are we? I've been dead for like two days. And I wake up. And the devil is here. (laughs) I, I I was not prepared to see him in real life today. And just like all the, all the shit of like you know he, like that he does in the in the final act with the like, 
like you know we'll get to the fight scene later we'll talk about mm-hmm. the biggest moment of fucking oh no I can't do this again I can't do this fucking... oh no <laughs> the score during this scene too is called yeah. who we are also yeah. all life has meaning um <sighs> where he sees the same the... room that he lived in mm-hmm and he finds the cage full of baby raccoons. And he notices they look... He doesn't say a word this, which I love. Mm-hmm. He just... He notices that they look like him. He opens the door. And this is the part that got me sobbing. Yo. Was where it shows the sign. It's from a North American zoo. Ex- and it says common name. <laughs> Raccoon. <laughs> uh, and just he just picking them all up and taking all of them and just like oh my god and he looks around while the, while the choir plays behind him and he's just sobbing because like for the first time he's realized he's not alone he's not alone like, not, like, they're, like, like you know his whole thing of like there ain't no thing like me except me so far it's just seemed like just you know general thing about his character like he refuses to be called a raccoon yeah because he thinks it's insulting but like yeah. now he's realized it's not insulting this is what i am and it's not a bad thing because there was nothing wrong with me before this mm-hmm. like and the high evolutionary comes in and ruins it <laughs> again <laughs> just the most evil shit ever saying like you think you could get away from me? No. You think you have some place? No. You're an abomination. Nothing more than a step on my path. You're, you freakish little monster. 89P13. Then Rocket activates. This is a great Chekhov's gun, by mm-hmm. the way, with the gravity boots. Activates them, and he's like, the name's Rocket. Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> and just. He earned the name. He did the thing. He the did the thing. <laughs> Which is, uh, this might be the best use of a character earning their comic thing. Oh, like, yeah. I think, I think like, you know, No Way Home definitely does it too with, like, you know, Peter, like, losing everything, getting the classic suit. But, God, here it works so well because he accepts himself for who he is and where he comes from, not where it comes from in terms of high illusion, where he actually came from. And, like, mm-hmm. they all fucking gang up on him. They destroy him. Like, people complain that there was no, like, big fights with him, but it's like... He's a nerd. He's a nerd. Like, he has <laughs> telekinesis power, sure, but, like... You Shove put- him in a locker. <laughs> they basically do. Like... <laughs> Like I love they that they pinched he, him with his face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 rocket shoots him. The mantis kicks him. Then Drax takes like more time to beat him the fuck up. Like, yeah, he remembers he's Dave Batista. Yeah, just, <laughs> he beats the shit out of him. And then he throws him. Peter shoots him. And then Nebula shoots him too. Then Nebula shoots him too. And Gamora stabs him. And fucking, you see a bit of his skin hanging. 
Yep. And she just peels the rest of it, and his face is just gone. It, uh, we've talked about this. We are shocked they got away with this. Like, I, I figured they would have made his blood, like, green or something to, like, be like, no, nah, it's fine. He's like a weird alien man. Nah, that's just red. That's a human. It's really that, that's a man. It's a skinned human face. Like it's like that's two- the shit you see on Walking Dead. It's like Two Face from Dark from from the Dark Knight, but one the face. whole face. one face. It's scary face. <laughs> scary face, you're back. You did this to me. <laughs> you gave me no braid. <laughs> So now, I'm going to take yours. But I love that at this moment, he's just so pathetic and is like, I just wanted to make things perfect. And I know you fucking did it. And it's that great line, which was, I wish the trailer didn't have this, because this is at the end. But like, you didn't want to make things perfect. You just hated things the way they are. Ugh. I love that the tracks like kill him. Do it. Murder him. Do it. Last of Us I mean, 2 was wrong. <laughs> Nargan's like, nah, Last of Us 2 was right. Damn it. Jack's like, fuck. Why? And he's like, because I'm a guard I'm a freaking guardian of the galaxy. And that could be seen as like him kill people. They do. But it's him being like, I see it as him being like, I am something. Without him, mm-hmm. like I don't have to prove he anything. doesn't define my life. I don't need to kill him. It's like it's like how uh uh fuck what was her name uh the witch from God of War, Freya. Freya. It's like her deciding not to kill uh Odin because she realizes I don't need this to make me like like. I can do it, and that gives me enough clothes. Like, when Kratos is like, I swore to you I would never take the choice of life and death away from you. I'm keeping going on that promise. And, sh- like, the the idea of I could do it is enough for her. Right. You know? <laughs> Same as it is with Rocket. <laughs> now I have this image in my head of, like, like Rocket says, no, I'm not gonna kill him. And then Sentry walks in with yeah. his tiny hammer and just caves his fucking head in. And leaves. That's what happens next. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> what? <laughs> they teleports away. What? Anthony Hopkins is already dead. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he gathers all the sparkles and puts them in a bag and just throws <laughs> it in the ocean. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, God. But, yeah, no, that... Do you think he dies there, like he dies on the ship? Uh, I, th- I think, to, like, today, a VFX artist clarified that, like, Drax may have been carrying him out. Uh. In one shot, I need to find it. I'm kind of mixed on that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, hold on, let me... Let me see if I can find it, uh... Don't don't make a fucking liar out of me here. Come on. 
No, I do think I... No, wait, yeah. I think I saw clarify that he was carrying him. So I guess they deleted the scene of showing him after that. Yeah. So who knows? He could still do stuff in the... Maybe. Yeah, I guess. It's like... But why, though? Or they just keep him imprisoned. Yeah. I, 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 I can't find out. I'm not looking. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then Rocket, like, becomes the new captain of the guard. Yep. He's given Peter's Zoom because that's, like, the t- changing of the guard, and he leads a new time, a team of guardians in the mid-credits. And... I found uh, it. Yay. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three VFX artist has revealed that Drax was carrying the High Evolutionary during the ending evacuation scene, saving him from the destruction of his research facility. Okay, so yeah, if they'll do anything with that, who knows? If they don't do anything with that, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but uh. Yeah, um, other scenes with High Evolutionary were really good, too. Like, his scene with, uh, like, talking with them, um, like, the, hit this retcon of him creating this, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. And he just nearly crushes Adam Warlock, and he's like, you will bring me the raccoon, or I will destroy your civilization, because that is my right. And I like that that was his introduction scene. Like, that was good. Yeah. And, like, and, and, of course... Them getting the step stool for him so that he's yeah, taller God. than the sovereign lady, <laughs> taller than Aisha. Yeah, like <laughs> that was like it's so funny, but it's so it's good perfect. and perfect because it tells that, you everything you need to know about that character. Exactly, it's just visual storytelling. It's perfect. And then <laughs> like fucking God, I when like the scene of. Uh, him and Star Lord facing down, it's a face off. Um, I like, he says I like it that. so many times. I love it. It was good. I thought I thought that was a good joke. And then and then the, it paid off with. I want to take his face off. off. <laughs> I'm gonna take his face off. You want to take his face off? Yes. <laughs> we gotta watch Face Off at some point. We do. That movie is amazing. It is. It's it's beautiful. It is pure insanity, as it should be. But I love I love that he's just monologuing about like I love the part where like so like he just makes them wait because he's typing shit on on his dinky little computer. And he's and Peter's getting frustrated, and so he goes to that one uh, recorder guy and is like I'm gonna take that pass kid out of your head, and he and the high evolutionary finally stands up and is like, "I would advise against aggression." He's like, "Oh, got time for me now?" <laughs> like, you're right. And then he starts monologuing about counter, and Star Lord's like, "I do not give a shit. I don't need another monologue from some impotent whack job whose mommy didn't love him, talking about why he needs to conquer the universe." Like, right. Like usually I'm like in on the trope of like. 
of the hero being like, I don't need a monologue about such and such and so on and so forth. But here it worked because like, yeah, he does fit into that. <laughs> like, Yeah, be- because here's the thing. We don't care about his reasoning because all of the shit he's done is so awful that there is no justification mm-hmm. or logistical reasoning behind it. He's just a horrible person that you want to see die. Mm-hmm. And I love the part where like he's getting more and more angry and evolutionary is like, why are you so angry? And he's like, because I know what you did. Like <laughs> I, I sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. I just wanted to say, I, I love how, like, unforgiving this movie was towards him and his lackeys. Mm-hmm. Like, like, especially, like, I love the rage that Pete had toward him. And, like, when he, when he killed that one recorder guy and just brutally fucking smashed him onto the ground until he just died. <laughs> like, God. And he didn't feel bad about it at all. He was no. He's like fuck that guy. <laughs> like, and I I loved it. Like I because yeah, these people are fucking evil. They torture animals for fun and blow up planets for for an experiment. Like they deserve it. Like fuck and all of them. And he's like, everything I've done, I've done to make a better universe. And he's like, newsflash: un- better universes don't have. Octopuses selling meth due to cockroach heads. You're right. don't have Walter White. <laughs> In a perfect universe, Walter White would not be born. And he was like, they do not. Which is why I'm going to raise it all. Yep. Thank you. I actually, I actually didn't mean to do this today. Thank you for telling me. Um, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get uh. to that Tuesday, but I guess I'll do it now. <laughs> it's always Tuesday. M. Bison's favorite day. <laughs> of course. <laughs> from, you know, from that one movie that that one guy constantly made jokes of. I think his name was um the the look back critiquing man. Paul Docker. <laughs> Paul Docker. <sighs> uh, but yeah, um, the high. Chuck Woody Awuji was fucking great as a high evolutionary. Perfect. Oh my god. Genuinely perfect casting. I have absolutely no reservation of how James Gunn would handle Lex Luthor now. Gee, like, especially because he's looking for a Guardians actor. Like, again, do Dave Batista or Chuck Woody? I don't care. Batista. I want it. I that- want Jack Lex Luthor with big muscles and tattoos <laughs> while also being a fucking nerd with little glasses <laughs> yes give him little glasses i pray every day every every it. role needs to give batista tiny glasses now give me what i want the next time we see drax give him tiny glasses <laughs> please because like he's in the a game. dad so he has to read like storybooks to the kids now yeah like in the game yeah do it. Do it. <laughs> It'd be funny. But yeah, let's get to let's get to Star Lord. I loved how depressed he was in this movie. Like he was a broken man. <laughs> like he was genuinely unwell. Not okay. Like he like not in the movie like not in the ways that many movies like 
like depression, but he's like he's he's an alcoholic now, and he just fucking. And I like that he acknowledges his fuck ups of like he feels really guilty because he got drunk and he wasn't there to help Rocket when Yelp. Adam Warlock came, and he actually like really has some good parts about brooding and and what like it it was good stuff i i really like mm-hmm. we're let's actually tie this in with gamora too because i'm really glad they did this the way they did same um, this is how i want them to handle peter and mj in the next spider-man movies except they do unlike here they actually do get together eventually but yeah i don't want her to remember mm-hmm. i don't want that I want them to make new experiences together. They probably will do the one more day like comic thing of if you reveal his identity to someone they were but they probably will, but I I don't want that. Yeah. I think it'd be way more interesting if they actually commit and go, "No. That MJ doesn't exist anymore." But she still has those feelings, like those em- the feelings has- are there. She has the emotional memory, so that's enough. Like, but here, just like, there was no way to go around it because, like, you have no soul stone to, like, like, cop out it. You don't have, like, anything to really, like, give her those memories back. She's a different person, a completely different person. Like, mm-hmm. to a certain point, she was the same, but, like, it, it goes to show how, like, one change completely alter somebody yep. like but also the similarity she still has like she still has sense of justice deep down you know like when seeing what the high evolutionary does she's like this guy's a fucking monster he just murdered a whole civilization kind of like what that one purple guy did to me um <laughs> <laughs> it's another purple guy doing it so god damn it <laughs> that's actually thematically kind of good Actually, like two guys represented by the color purple have been monsters that Gamora has seen destroy civilizations and planets. Okay, I'm not mad about the color scheme anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, mind. now I now I see the vision. Now I get it. <sighs> but yeah, like I like that she was just kind of feral a bit like like air was fucking gross and like ravagers don't shower let's be they don't know what that is fuck no they don't they don't know what water looks like i know it smells crazy in there (laughs) you go on to one ravager ship and you fucking die (laughs) (laughs) the door opens you just your eyes water. <laughs> oh, but, but like, I like that the times Peter tried never felt like I never really got secondhand embarrassment that I would usually get from these kinds of situations. No. Like, because it's very clearly he's not right for doing this, you know? But, like, you understand why he's doing it, and, like, you, like, it's not even wrong, really, but he just, 
and I like that they flip the emotional moment on this head of being like, you're not a ravager. I'm a damn ravager. That's not your family. Your family was with us. And I know that person's in you somewhere, but they just completely, she fucking sandbags it because yeah, it's like, that this person's is, dead because in her eyes, this is some guy she trying to tell her who she is. Like that. She's, she's not a ravager that her real family is these people she doesn't know plus her sister like this is no different than Thanos yeah like like in her head this is no different than what her dad kept telling her yeah like so it makes sense like in Peter's eyes she's being you know aggressive about it and like to be fair she is being like kind of she well not even kind of she is mean about it you know yeah like yeah she's being a dick yeah she is she is a dick that's still a thing and that is something she learns and grows. Like, they still allow her to have an arc, too. But Peter is very clearly in the wrong. But it's also because he's suffering and he's drowning. You know, yeah. he, he's like he's literally he's literally drowning himself in, in liquor. Yeah. Like. And like they I, I love the line where she's like, what are you so afraid of in that? I need to be something for you. Like. I don't give a shit about your Gamora. Life made me me. Like, that, mm-hmm. ugh. And I think that was the moment where he really, truly realized, okay, no, this, I, I can't. Like, this is, this is done. Um, and I, I like that th- through him, through, you know, him just doing stuff in this movie and like, he just kind of realizes, like, I, I love the thing Mantis says to him, learning how to swim, that she makes mm-hmm. Drax say to him. And by the end of this movie, he realizes, I have to take myself out of the because I feel like, because I don't want to cause problems or anything anymore. And also just I need time for myself to heal, you know? Like, I thought that was good. And Gamora actually learning. She, at the end, she sees why this other version of her fell in love with him. Mm -hmm. But she's just not at that place. Yeah, that's just not who she is. Like, theoretically, she could, but she's in a different place. Yeah, no. And that's okay. And I, I really love that, like, they come to a good understanding where they're like they're friendly with each other now like they're friends and she's like like you know the part where they self-destruct the ship with adam warlock and they have that you know smiling at each other because like he sees that old version of her and her but learns to respect her as she is now like when she's like i'm still not who you want me to be and he's like i know but who you are ain't so bad Mm -hmm. and i bet we were fun together like you wouldn't believe. Ow. <sighs> James, I'm going to kill myself. It's your fault. You did this. You did this. <sighs> I like that Gamora just ends off being with a new family. Yeah. And yeah, no, she... Sylvester Stallone's her dad now. Yeah. 
A big upgrade. <laughs> he actually cares. Yeah. He's cool. <sighs> he punches good. <laughs> In that one movie. In those four movies. <laughs> Six. <laughs> you didn't punch the cancer so good, though. He was out of the third. Cancer got hands. <laughs> Ow. He smoking on that shit that killed Walter White. <laughs> uh. <sighs> but, uh, you know, I, I really liked Peter's arc in this movie of just learning, learning, to, let learning to let go and leave all your love and your lung behind. You can't carry it with you if you want to survive. It's almost yeah. like the ending song has themes. What? <laughs> Is music to tell story? James Gunn has never done this before. Never. No, never. Just don't look at his entire filmography. <laughs> don't look at it. Just don't look at all the Guardian stuff. Don't look at any of Peacemaker. Don't look at it. Don't look at Superman when that comes out. I wonder if Phil used that trick in his hat. Like Pro probably. Yeah. I hope he gets some good ones. We'll see. But yeah, no, uh, any any thoughts you have on Star Lord and Gamora? Very good. I'm very mm -hmm. happy with how they handled their, their dynamic now. And I like that Peter does, at the end of it, go back to Earth to hang out with his grandpa. And like that make was, peace with him. That was what I wanted. That was the thing I was really... That yep. they do eventually. I'm like, grandpa's still alive. He has to be. Like, you That's... can't have this story about him leaving Earth. And leaving his grandpa and him not and ending it with not coming back to see him again. Yeah, like, like it, James said, like during like Endgame where he was asked, like, so would, like Star Lord go like see his family or whatever. He's like, fuck no, he hates this place. Mm -hmm. Earth he is the place that took his mom. He doesn't care. Yeah, he wasn't there yet. He no, wasn't, he was, no, like now he is at like an emotional maturity that he's willing to go back to see his family. Cause I guarantee he still doesn't give a shit about earth. Like I guarantee you, but his family that lives there. Yeah. He cares about like, I cause like most of his life, he's kind of had the emotional maturity. A 12 year old, basically he never matured after his mom died. And now he, but like he's finally gotten to that place and is able to do. I like that this movie's ended. Like, I like. We'll get like. We'll just say this. I like that none of the guardians died. Like, yeah, no, that that shocked me when I saw like they're all fine. Because in my mind, I was like, well, how do you do an ending where none of them die? Yeah, where I'm like, all right, well, Drax is obviously dead because Dave Batista said he's done for good. Uh, Rocket, he's probably going to die because look at those trailers. Uh, 
uh, Peter, uh, maybe, because I don't, I don't know what Chris Pratt wants to do anymore. Uh, but no, they're all fine. They all make it. Yeah. And like decide they want to do like their own things because they, they need to figure out who they are, like without the guardians as like, the, especially Mantis. She wants to, she wants to live for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man, and and Drax, he's a dad, so he's gotta he's gotta help raise all these new <laughs> kids they found. Yeah, let's get into Drax and Mantis real. Yeah. First of all, I love their friendship. Like they're it's so funny. They have big sibling energy. I like, was gonna say they really feel like like older brother, more mature younger sister. Yeah. Like, just the point where, like, where it's on the bike. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, but at this point, nobody, everyone should know that nobody, that I don't do what anyone tells me to. Yeah. He's like, he's like yeah, so get on the bike. They yeah. both share, like, one brain cell. They, like, they both do. You know, back and forth. I love he's like, oh, we're just going to drive to the ship and back. Don't worry. And then it's like, okay. She gets on, immediately drives away. And she's like, tracks. <laughs> Being tricked by Drax is like losing a chest. Is like losing a chest to a doll. It's on you. It's on you. It's your. Fault. I love that when like Nebula's calling them, and Drax is like, "Uh, yeah, uh, we have Kid. a bit of." And then she's like, "Well, then where are you?" And then she just <laughs> and Mantis just points at him. God, I love Nebula. Is the team mom. She is, and she struggles with it. Yeah, like, she doesn't want to be, but she has to. Because, like, it's kind of a weird... Like, it is an interesting dynamic, because she was not one of the original Guardians. Nope. And her and Gamora was, like, kind of the team mom, in a way. But then and she now, died. <laughs> and now she's, like, had to fill that void with some of that, those people that she doesn't have a big bond with yet. Like... She's closest with Rocket, obviously, because they were the two survivors during the blip. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like with Drax and Mantis, it's like they're just fun. Like both of them are just like just they love bullying each other. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I love like he's like, what about the time you made me fall in love with my sock? Well, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> And then she made the guy at Orgocorp fall in love with him. Yeah, it, it, this has happened multiple times. <laughs> I love how Drax acted too there. Like, yeah, he's so annoyed. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, it was the one, t- like, he was like the butt of the joke, but not in a way that felt like it was making Degrading. Yeah, like, and I like that. Like, that's what, that's what I like about this movie. Every time Drax, the butt of a joke, it didn't feel degrading well there was that time calling him stupid but like that was still funny i don't care it, it um, was it, it worked <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> it's like what's your name drax the destroyer <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely name <laughs> like yeah no they're just they were just fun and god like the i think their separation hurt the most mm-hmm. like, because Drax cares so much about her. Like, he will he protect does. her with his life. Like, he would. Yeah. 
Which even in volume two, like where where he only knew her for like a day, he was sinking and he was holding her up above the sand while he was mm. suffocating. Like, god damn it! Like, just when Drax decides he likes you, he will fucking die for you in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And God, like I when when like she's like I'm leaving as well, and he's like. Well, I'm going with you. And she's like, no, Drax is like, but you need someone to protect you. And he's like, she's being so insistent. And he's like, he's being so insistent. And Nebula's just like, Drax, come on, you gotta... And oh God, the moment when Drax talks to the kids, I wanted to cry. I cried. Like, right? like him just, like, when he said, I had a little girl who was just like, you. oh, oh no, we're doing this, aren't we? We're doing it. It is like, like he's make monkey noises, and he does the robot and just says yeah. beep over and over. <laughs> How is that a monkey? Beats me. <laughs> does he think Nebula is part monkey? <laughs> is that what? <laughs> I hope. I hope. <laughs> I want someone to show him what a monkey actually is, and he's just like. Well, that can't be right. That's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Drax. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, God, like, then he speaks their language, and he tells them to stay away from the starboard wall. And like, <laughs> like, it's funny, but it's also like, then, then Lenny's like, why didn't you tell us you knew their language? And he's yeah, like, yes. why didn't you ask? Yeah. And like, that's funny, but it's also like, that's yeah. really important because she just assumed that he was just, that he knew stupid. nothing, that he was stupid and that he didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was like a very good moment for both of them, like for, for him and Nebula and just God, when they depart, when, when him and like, well, let's get this right. Today I saw who you were. You weren't born to be a destroyer. You were born to be born a dad. To be bad. I think that's that, that's when I got it. I think that's also when Dave Batista got it. I think so too. Like, I I think that's when he learned who he was really playing. Mm-hmm. Because he he wasn't playing the guy that ripped Thanos's heart out of his back. One like a Mortal Kombat character, he's playing a dad, mm-hmm. and just and the gleam, the like gleaming in in Nebula's eyes when she says that, it's like, no, I'm gonna That's, put it in that. I will get that. I'll get to yeah. that later when we talk about. Yeah, it. we. Yeah. But which we will in a sec, actually. But we will. Um, but... The the goodbye between Drax and Mantis, fucking. <sighs> When the song kicks into the chorus, mm-hmm. run fast for your mother, run fast for your father, run for your children, for your sisters and brothers. Yeah. It's almost like the song was made for the movie. It wasn't, but it feels like it. No, the writer just, of that song saw the future. <laughs> yeah, Florence, Florence herself. But they knew. Just Dave Batista's acting there too was. Oh my he was god! Great, like just the little cr- cry he was doing, like during, like just. 
<laughs> and I love her big monsters from Volume Two. Yeah, her obelisk. Yeah, yeah. I will, well, like part of me was kind of expecting a Volume Two callback where Jack's like, "Don't worry, I'll just cut him open from the inside." It's like, no, it didn't work, you dumbass. He didn't do anything. I also like the bit of him on the couch, like. Oh my god, that was so funny. That's when you know he is a dad. <laughs> and Peter's like, sorry, my friend is a dumbass. <laughs> I love I love he slowly starts leaving. He's like, I can see you. He's like, hmm. That's what and, it's for. And Nebula criticizing Mantis's face and she's like, oh dad, oh dumbass, see same thing. <laughs> Nebula was like the oldest sister, kind of like she was, who had to kind of like fill in for the role after mom died, in a way, like just I love yeah, family get... dynamics. Yeah, I love foul family. It's so There's strong. Still... Let's get to Nebula now. Oh. I love her. <laughs> Probably one of the best characters in the ever. The like best, just the best one. She's had probably the strong, one of the strongest arcs in this franchise or in any comic book movie franchise. Easily. Like going from just a fucking straight up, and then uh, the, the flunky of some dude to yeah. like, and then Guardians Two, where she finally had that epiphany when like she realized she couldn't kill Gamora. You wanted to be the best, and I just wanted a sister. That line still kills me to this day. Mm-hmm. And the hug they do at the end, too. Like... Mm-hmm. And then Infinity War and Endgame. Like, Endgame... That scene with her and Tony on the ship, like, where they're playing yeah. flag football, and she finally wins. Like... He's, she's, she's so happy. Like, she doesn't know how to express it, and like... Ugh. And the scene where her and Rocket hold hands, like, because she doesn't even say anything, but he knows. Like, none of them, mm. none of them came back. Like, he knows. Mm. And I, I loved her arc in Endgame. Like, I, I love it. Like, I definitely understand and to an extent agree with the idea of she should have killed Thanos. Yeah. But I think it was a bit stronger that she didn't need to. Like, because she yeah. is already. She's already freed herself of him, basically. Like. Like, I like I like that it was for Thor because it meant nothing at that point. Like. And I like that it was more of she has to metaphorically and literally kill her past self. Like, as a mercy-killing kind of thing. Yeah. But, God, here was just the culmination of it. Like, I talked about this on Twitter, but it very much read, like, someone who was a victim of abuse trying to learn how to fit within a family that actually loves each other. And they don't really get that yet, so they just lash out. Like... Nebula lashes out at Mantis a lot, Drax, to a gets a bit mean and uncomfortable, and it gets to that point in the movie where, like, Mantis 
confronts her and she's like, you have no right to push him. Like you have no right to say these things just because you're angry at yourself and mm. you need to make yourself feel better. Like you, you had a bad life before this. Yeah. But that doesn't give you the right to hurt others, you know? And she learns from that when she sees that both Mantis and Drax, like she sees them for who they are. Finally, like with, yeah. with Drax being a dad and with Mantis taming the the what are they calling them the obelisks something Ab- like that yeah obelisks obelisks something like that yeah no. I just call them the Volume Two monsters yeah <laughs> the the rainbow vomit monster <laughs> but yeah no you talk about Nebula for a sec like just I I've, I've enough yeah like oh what was right like. When she talks with Drax, telling telling him like you were born to be a dad, like that was when she learned like what a dad really is supposed to be, as mm-hmm. opposed to what she grew up with with fucking Thanos of like, and like she's like she's also like in her way, it's kind of a parallel with High Evolutionary of like all trying to strive for perfection with the team mm-hmm. of like. Drax and Mantis are incompetent, imperfect idiots, and in her eyes are like, at least at first, are like a detriment to the team until like she finally gets to see what their strengths really are mm-hmm. and realizes their imperfections are what make them who they are. It's almost like it's a theme or something in this movie. It's crazy. What? That's crazy. James Gunn can only do half. Poo-poo sex jokes. Wait. Believe it or not, directors can do both. What? It's impossible. Zack Snyder never did that. He only did one thing. And it was bad. (laughs) (laughs) But... But yeah, no, like, she's so fucking good in this movie. I, I love... Her and Gamora's dynamic in this a lot too. Like mm-hmm. they're still cool. <laughs> yeah, but when the time comes, she will try. Like she stops her hitting Peter. Yep. Because she's like, "You need to chill." Like we we are not going to let our friend die because you want to go home early. Right. Like, like no, we don't. We don't give a shit about that. Like. If you, you want can to stay, wait a day. Like, if you want to stay on the ship, fine. Like, you can just wait. You won't have to help, but, like, you can fucking wait. And, like, I, I love the part, too, where she's like, I'm going to become, I'm going to, I'm going to become the Nebula. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> She just becomes a big gaseous <laughs> cosmic cloud. Yeah, but she's like, I'm going to be the head of nowhere. Ironic because it's a head. Um, <laughs> but I'm going I'm to going... become nowhere. Rips her own head off. She's like, in you... space. <laughs> I'm going to help build this society, make it the home I never had. And she's just very happy and just visualizing 
what it could be. And she's happy now. Like she smiles mm-hmm. now. Like, right. Like not even in like an evil way, but like she's genuinely happy now. Like, and she deserves this so much. She does. Like probably the most out of all of them. Like, I also really love the part where like when they're looking at rock file and she says, this is worse than what Thanos. Like, it's not, not even in terms of like comparing, like, at it worse in actuality but like just fucking getting to see it seeing that like she's not the only one who suffered something like that and also she would say that because she's very close so anything bad that happens to her if it happens to him it's like a thousand times worse because it's almost like you care about people you love more than yourself would have thought what <laughs> i only care about me high evolutionary <laughs> quoting <laughs> with the speech bubble <laughs> <sighs> but yeah no um karen gillen just fucking she killed it fucking kills it like she said she still wants to play in things if she can and i say like, let her cuz She's like the MVP of these movies. Like she really is. Like she like if 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 uh if Rocket's the heart of Guardians, Nebula is the soul. Mm-hmm. Like and how someone can change and become a better person. Like God, she's so good. Nebula is the best. She's great. Yep. Groot is there Groot is Groot. <laughs> Groot is Groot. He becomes King Groot. That's cool. He does. I was watching that ending and I'm like, oh, where the fuck is Groot? And then and then Rocket taps on what looks like a rock. He's like, alright, Groot, wake up. And he's Yeah. <laughs> he's so big. And then when he went kaiju mode on on account I love it. <laughs> it's so funny. I I've grown on his design this movie. Like, Same. Like, the baby face is a bit much, but I like how buff he is. I, I like that he looks almost like he could be practical. He does. It looks like if you if you want to, you could have, like, a dude in a suit walk around. Which they probably probably might have been an intent with the design because of Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, um, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, that probably is. But still, I've grown on it. I, I like how yeah. buff he is, and I, I've, I've grown to like, I've grown to grow on Jason. I mean, now he's King Root, so yeah. automatically much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how does he fit on the ship? I don't know. Slinky's his way in. <laughs> Just, yeah. Slinky man. <laughs> this is only other words. <laughs> Slinky man. Superman, stop. <laughs> but let's talk about uh do you have any oh. other thoughts on nebula uh no that kind of covers it uh groot i do want to talk about just a tiny bit more with him uh mm-hmm. i i cried when peter was like dying out in space and he tried to reach out for him but his arms kept freezing off mm-hmm. and like like he was crying for because like to him, that's his dad. 
Like, Peter took over as his dad, so, like, that's fucked. <laughs> but, but, uh, but also, like, the, the part where, like, they're all, like, saying their goodbyes, and he says, I love you guys. God. And, and like, and they say, like, that's us understanding him. Because, because now we're part of the family. With him. Yep. That's good. I like that. I also find the idea funny though that he could talk normal the whole time. He just did it to fuck <laughs> yeah, with people. I, honestly, if 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 a director in the <laughs> did that, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> right? I'd be like, that's funny. <laughs> I would do the same. <laughs> just <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, Gru could talk. He just he just does it to fuck with people. Yeah. <sighs> um Craglin and Cosmo. Uh I love them. I like, love Co- I would die for Cosmo. <laughs> She's a good. She's a good dog. She's a good dog. That was a fun running bit in the movie. It was. But... What? What? <laughs> I forgot. Her, I forgot her name. Uh, she. She was. Brett. Um. That's how she got her big break, and she got. Cast. Uh, um. Guardians three cast. Help me. Uh. Maria Bakalova. Yes. I like she was very good. She was very fun um, as Cosmo. I thought she was good casting. Yeah, she's very cute. <laughs> I like the Cosmo. The Soviets sending her to space. But the one <laughs> thing the Soviets never did is call me bad talk. I love. I love that. <laughs> I love that Howard the Duck was there, but also the broker from Guardians One. Yeah, they're all the random side characters. Like all all these characters have like turned over on nowhere trying to do good with with the guardians and whatnot. Like yeah, I, I think that's that. fun. Like <laughs> and they're all like just oh my god, Cosmo, get over it. <laughs> Craglin, please just call her a good dog for the love just, of Christ. It's like nope, just bad dog. <laughs> I, I love Craglin's little arc about trying to learn how to use the arrow. I thought yeah, that was cool. good. Also, like when he, God, the part where he brought the, fu- where he brought nowhere in to face down against, <laughs> so much. Howdy there, you fucking creep! <laughs> <laughs> and the eye just grows to a big cannon, to a big shotgun. He's <laughs> like, "All right, you got anything else? Because that was a one shot." Uh. Oh God, we didn't even talk about the scene of high. There, like, and also him talking to his like his aide about like the children who can like um rewire things like in two minutes, and can, like run for like two days straight without breaking a sweat. And he's like, the part where he's like, but 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 that rancid word, like, <laughs> and he's like, only one of our experiments said pure invention thought one. And a society without that will die on the. And I like that his age was just like realizing this guy's fucking stupid. He's insane. Like, and just. I. Like, he's brilliant, but he's stupid. And like, <laughs> I love the part where he's like, take all the hellspawn and kill everyone inside the head of that dead god. Like, God. And then the line. The line. You want to say it? 
I'll let you I'll let you take it. No, you go ahead. No, no. Where his aides like you have a you have a you have an unhealthy obsession with this animal. For God's sake, there is no God. That's why I stepped in. God. It's so good. And then they just all turn their guns on him. Yeah, they immediately everyone in the room's like this guy needs to go. He needs to die. <laughs> he needs to go. This was a bad like, idea. <laughs> like, that was where it clicked for me of like, this is the ultimate end point of Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what James needs to do. Mm-hmm. And I trust in him to fulfill the, the mission. Life. Yes. And just, like, I love that Craglin. I love. I love that Yondu got to have just a little, a little cameo. Yeah, just get him in the makeup one last time. Like, Use your heart, boy. I love it. Go Use to Dagobah, boy. <laughs> I love it. Just he does, he kicks ass with that arrow for a while. He does, and the only reason he. Needs help is because it got stuck in the wall. Yep. And then, and then Cosmo comes in to save him. He's like, and the thing's like, dog. He's like, yeah, <laughs> she's a good dog. Yeah. I love <laughs> that we got a lot of Cosmo in this movie. It was good. Me too. I, f- I fucking love Cosmo. If and when like, there's a fourth one, she better be there the whole time. She should, because she is on the new team. So she is. She has. She got a jacket. <laughs> yeah. I love you in every universe. Yeah. Like that one where you have all those puppies. Yeah. <laughs> so is Cosmo just immortal? I think so. I think the aliens, when they found Cosmo, just did stuff to her. Kind of like high evolutionary, but like <laughs> less inhumane. I'm a bit surprised they didn't. I was actually kind of expecting she was also a high evolutionary. Right? Especially with the telekinesis. Right? But, uh, uh, she, found the, she found the cool ones. Yeah. <laughs> they were chill. They were chill yeah. like that. No, they were like, oh yeah, here's, here's some mutant powers. There you go. And you can talk now through, through, through this device. Yeah. Because animating a dog's mouth moving is really hard. Surprisingly, who would have thought? Air Bud. <laughs> Made it look easy. <laughs> Yeah, that's those are the people. Those are the people who made these movies. <laughs> that tweet lives with me rent free for like. Time a, Mar- a writer gets hired at Marvel, you see that their only other credit is Airbud. <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. But yeah, no, they were they were great. And Adam Warlock, um, he's a point of contention that people have either loved or hated. I I've love grown, him. I've grown to really love him. I we've talked about it, but like we love that he's just he is that kind of you know OP like main character kind of guy, but he's also he was let out too early, so he's stupid. Yeah, like that that thing is I, I said before, in the comics, Adam is like made to be that perfect super OP 
badass main character that the entire universe revolves around. And here, he's supposed to be that too, but they fucked it up. Mm-hmm. So he's wrong and imperfect. It's almost like it's a theme. It's almost like it's supposed to tie it to the movie or something. We're telling story. It's crazy. Which I do think it is good because like in in the post credit scene that teased him in the last movie, she specifically says more beautiful, more perfect. And, and the perfection does not exist. Even if he was in there the whole time, I don't think High Evolutionary would have been very impressed. Yeah. Also, Will Poulter just has amazing con- He's perfect. So like, he is perfect. <laughs> you have to use him in you a do. comedic way. And I love that he just he always looks so unaware about everything. <laughs> like No thoughts, head empty. empty. <laughs> like first of all, I love that him traveling to nowhere set the crazy on you. Oh that that's become a meme. <laughs> Right? It's so funny. Of him just with that facial expression. Like, just just fucking... He's a man on a mission. And just... uh, When he he and Aisha are interrogating the guy, he's just too busy touching stuff. And she's like, Adam, and he's like, yes, mother. (laughs) They melt that guy, and he's just like, no, proud of himself. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I did it. (laughs) And she's like, what the fuck? It's like, we'll just interrogate his little friend. It's like, that's not a friend. That's an animal. He's like, it looks sad. I don't like how it's making me feel. He brings it with him. He's like, I'll train it in the ways of the... (laughs) And he's licking his nuts. He's like, I'll train it not to do that. (laughs) I love that he's like a game... He's like an incel. He's like, I am the warlock. I'm tired of being ordered around. (laughs) I love it so much. <laughs> and just, I like that he has a bit of an arc too. Like just like his mom dies and he's just going around aimlessly trying to fight and cuz like he doesn't have anything left cuz mm-hmm. he fucked up his mission to get rocket to high evolutionary. You know, mm-hmm. he he got him. So now he's like, and then his mom blew up. So he's like, I don't have anything else left. What do I do? I guess I just fight. And then he tries to fight more, and she's like, one step forward in this weird gets it. be rash. <laughs> the immediate switch from screaming and rage to don't be rash. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like that early on in the movie like when they're fighting him Drax actually stands kind of a chance physically mm-hmm. like he's actually a match in terms of like just raw strength I like that but Adam and, has those beams but Adam is a god so mm-hmm. oops oopsie <laughs> but it's okay cause Nebula has a big knife God, that moment was so cool where he stabs him and he that hurts. And she's like, what a pity. Yeah, it just fucking. <laughs> it, 
this movie does it a lot. Like, like this has been a thing since the first one, but this movie really does it a lot. Where like Nebula snapping herself back into place. God, a lot. Like it's so cool every time. But also, like, really makes me just like squirm in my chair. Go, ah, those are bones, actually- maybe. Yeah, so let's actually get to the action. Well, stuff. I, I Groot saves him, and he learns that people deserve a second chance. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so of- he saves Peter mm-hmm. by referencing the painting of man beating God. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> oh, Peter's like bloated, exploding, frozen face, <laughs> and then Adam just like booping him. Push him back to the to the fucking the platform. God, that shit nearly made me like made me sick seeing people right? like that. Like it's I like, thought he was dead. Like that that is a corpse. And that, that is not funny. a man. And I love that Adam just kind of awkwardly hugs everyone. Because he doesn't know what to do when they're all hugging. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love you. He, he just kind of he joins in. The only one that doesn't join in on the group hug is Gamora because she's not part of this anymore. Yeah, but she but she appreciates. Yeah, it. she's she's on good terms. She's just not part of the family anymore in her eyes. Yeah. And like, and just him sitting like wearing a blanket and drinking like during mm-hmm. the final dance party, and he just just very slowly smiles. It's like. It's a very good and meaningful moment. And now he's on the team and he has his favorite musical acts and like it's yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah, I, I love that. He's great. And also Phyla's there. Oh yeah. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this somebody? And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, that's Phyla. Why is she ten? I mean I know why, but like why? <laughs> Marvel are cowards. They do seem to have a running theme of like they make their canonical LGBTQ character kids. Yeah. Like like I was fine with it with America Chavez because she's like 17. Yeah. So like you can date. <laughs> yeah. You can actually be like be queer and shit. If I was 10 what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the whenever she shows up again, they'll actually have her be that character. That'd be cool. Yeah. Why does she have super? Do all the kids have that power? I don't know. Are they ever going to explain that? Where's Moon no Dragon? Spot pop. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, where's Moon Dragon? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I wish I could. Next uh, movie. Next movie. But yeah, no, and then uh, let's talk about the action real quick because holy shit. Um, the opening fight scene with Warlock was great. Yeah. Um, like we said, the part where they just dunk on High Evolutionary was great. Yup. The, the whole the, uh, the, We'll get to that in a sec. Okay. Because um, that's going to be the one we talk about. Right. The Orco Corp fight. Um, 
the fight on the high evolutionary ship, like with Peter and Groot. I just love that shot spinning around them, both shooting everyone. I love yeah. it. Yeah, just it's just neuron activation to me. Just like you kill them all, just bang, 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 like bang, without bang. without without remorse, just kill all these animals, just murder them. Like kill Peter, kill Peter. Ironically, Peter said this is the animal rights movie of the year. Yeah, you should probably look yourself in the eye. <laughs> should probably look at look at high evolution. And start reflecting. A little bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. But yeah, no, the uh I love the the space, you know, ship fight sequences too. I love the Bowie. I think the Bowie is a great ship. It's so cool. It does kind of just come out of nowhere because they have the Benatar still. So like what what happened to that? But they want a bigger one. Yeah. But yeah, the Bowie is so cool. I like that it segments into like different ships too. It's like, like the Fantastic Car. <laughs> I forgot I forgot about the Fantastic Car in uh in Rise of Silver Surfer where it was a Dodge car. I loved it anyway. <laughs> it was a Dodge that could split into four. <laughs> but I, I loved how it's how it's those wings on it was it was cool yeah but yeah uh no sleep till brooklyn holy fuck it's the best one probably one of marvel's best action sequences ever like all one shot i cannot imagine how hard that like how oh did you people do this just they highlight everyone doing ugh like f- fucking Nebula's neck gets snapped, so her head is just dangling, but she's still like shooting dudes that she can still see. It's like holy shit! And her her robot arm is snapped, fires out the elbow. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, just, I, song choice too, just fucking great for it. Like it was so good, <sighs> but like. Like Mantis, like first of all, Groot putting the arm into that one hell spawn and yeah. just throwing it inside it until it just bursted, <laughs> and then Nebula mind tricking that guy and then flipping him back onto Groot's arm, and then Rocket shooting everyone, and then going over to Peter shooting everyone, spinning around, throwing grenades, and then Nebula. And then fucking Drax just... I think he did a Batista bomb on someone. I think they finally did the thing. I think they did. I remember. And then fucking he throws the knife at the guy on the... Dangles from his leg. God. And then Gamora fucking battling against that octopus dude. Oh god, what a scene. What a scene. Just... Ugh. Perfect. And then, first, actually, the CGI was really in this movie. It was all amazing. The, all the budget went here. It, like all of Marvel's money. I forgot what a good green screen looks like. God, I missed it. I missed it so much. Like I don't think there was a moment in this movie where I was like, "That doesn't look." Like obviously, like CGI is 
real and you can tell when something is CGI. But right. like still like the I think the only time it, I was kind of taken out of it was they were like jumping onto Orgocorp. But then that even was after, the one part I was kind of like a little iffy, but that's fine. But then even after that, it was fine. Yeah. Which, speaking of Orgocorp, so like that whole scene was just James Gunn shitting on Peyton Reed, right? Because that was just what the Quantum Realm tried to be. <laughs> like, you see it, right? I, I didn't think about it, but, uh,. I kind of see it now. <laughs> like, like you got the weird technology that's like made of goop. Like you stick your hand in. You got, you got vegetable men, guys <laughs> in the weirdo outfits, and like, just like customs ideas that don't really make any sense. You got a celebrity cameo. Celebrity cameo, like, in a, to be honest, kind of wasted role for that actor, <laughs> but it's fine. He was meant to be Wonder Man in Volume 2, I think. <sighs> well, it's, it's fine, because it's Wonder Man, I don't care. Yeah. I'll take the Orgo Man. Master Karja. Orgo Man. I love the, I got one of those two. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, you told it to Peter and Aisha. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, God. <sighs> but yeah, I can, I've I've seen a lot of people trying to say that the Orgo Corp and the uh, High Evolutionary was like commentary on Disney, and that people are stupid if they don't if they disagree with that. And I'm like, I feel like I I can maybe see it, but it stretch too. Yeah, like I get where you're getting it from. Especially when it comes to, like, animal characters and seeing them as property and whatnot. Yeah, like, I I definitely see where you're coming from with this, people. But also, I don't think it's that concrete. I, th I think it's kind of just a universal thing about ethics of corporations. An experiment. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's Disney specifically. I think it's like just capitalism in general. Again, it's people trying to like. And this is not a defense of Disney. We did a whole section of fucking sucks. Yeah, but like James doesn't seem to have a bad relationship with. Like he no. has said, they've let him do whatever he wants, basically. Yeah. So it, it was the the one time that when he was fired and even then pretty much everyone at like Marvel kept in touch with him to be like hey you do a good man and like it was very clearly just it was like it a was, snap judgment thing because they didn't really take the time to realize hey the guy that did this was a fuck uh, Trump shill we did a hit piece basically yeah and they didn't actually like think about what they were doing they just kind of did it because we gotta look good but yeah, like was James stupid for not deleting tweets the minute he got hired, or yeah. also just doing them to begin with? Yes, everyone agrees with that. Even James, even his own brother, like yeah, e even Sean's like yeah, no, that was stupid. <laughs> so like got rid of those forever ago. Yeah, like 
But yeah, that was everyone's talked about this and more eloquently than we could. But yeah, um, let's talk about the music for a sec though, because we've talked about the score, but the the soundtrack, I I like that. I actually knew songs on this. right, <laughs> like right. Like, yeah, These are creep. ones I grew up with, and not like, my dad. Like we weren't just stuck in seventies and eighties anymore. Like those were still there for sure. Yeah. Which, like, of course they will be. But like, you know, we start with creep and we end with dog days are over. And I like that. It kind of is like you know, we're going, we're looking to the future now. We've moved on from the past, and you know, rocket goes down to the two thousands. Um, like I thought that was, I thought that was good, uh, yeah. but. God, like, I like to, you know, what were your favorites from the soundtrack? Oh, God, it, it might just be those Sleep Till Brooklyn with, like, mainly because of how it was used in that scene, uh, mm-hmm. but, hmm, I need to, I need to look at the list of, of songs from this, because, Hold on. It's on the Spotify. Or you can go on iTunes and look up Awesome Mix Volume 3 and you'll find it. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, Since You've Been Gone, I love that. Mm-hmm. Friggin, uh... Oh yeah, Come and Get Your Love at the End, I forgot. Yeah, no, I, I love that they brought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, there's... This is a fucking good movie right here. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Do You Realize? Because that was in the Comic-Con trailer. Which I'm yeah. Kind of, I'm kind of... I'm still a bit like, why didn't you use that in the teaser trailer? Because that feels like the perfect song to show that this is a different movie. No. You know? Like, in the meantime is fine, but it just felt kind of samey. Right. You know? Like, here, it just, it, it's kind of like a throwaway, not way, but like, it's just a song that plays while they're going to Orgocorp. But Do You Realize plays after Peter realizes that there's no way he can make this Gamora remember him. Like... I also like We Care A Lot, the one that played when they went to Counter-Earth. Yeah. Had this kind of, like, authoritarian vibe. Like, like you're going into a Lion's Den territory kind of feeling to it. And uh, they have a Hatsune Miku song in here for... Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I like how they used all I'm Always Chasing Rain by Alice Cooper. Thought that was good too. Yeah. Um. Obviously, no sleep till Brooklyn. My favorite though has to be "Dog Days Are Over" because mm. I've loved that song for a long time. Like even before, like way before this movie. Um. That's been like one of my favorite songs. And when I saw it was on the, it was on Awesome Mix Volume Three. I was like, okay, this has to be during some when someone, right? This has to be in an action sequence when. Maybe Peter is running to do something heroic because, you know, run fast for your mother, run fast for your father, run for your children, for your sisters and brothers, so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, 
But no, it plays at the end when everyone kind of just celebrates life and lets go and moves on. I think it's perfect for that. Like, yeah. Like, I genuinely cried because, like, especially when Max and Mantis separated with the song going into the chorus, like, <sighs> fuck. <laughs> It was just, it was, it was good to see everyone happy. Like it was, ugh. and I love, I love the little thing of like Drax during all these movies hating the idea of dancing because he believes it's inferior and that it's stupid. And then at the end he dances finally. Yep. And it's a very goofy dad dance. It is great. It, I, I like, to, to kind of go back to Drax a, a bit more of like what man I think it was Mantis who said like he's the only one of you that doesn't hate himself because mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that but yeah it seems like after volume one Drax stopped hating himself like he has you know pain and guilt probably over you know still his family dying but like but he's like made peace with it yeah you know he's He's not the destroyer. He tries to have fun in life. It's why he's so such a goofball now. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he always was. You can go back to the first. He was an idiot, but he was great. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I was thinking about something. So <laughs> the way he quietly says that, like. <laughs> He's saying it for himself. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, no, like, I... I'm, I'm gonna miss these guys, man. Like... I'm not ready to say goodbye. Yeah, how do we feel about this as an ending? I think this is a pretty solid ending. Like, yeah. I thought James was lying when he was saying, like, oh, no, don't... Ending doesn't mean characters have to die because I'm like, okay, sure, Star Lord's gonna die. Yeah, it's like, oh, whatever die. you say, buddy. <laughs> Drax is gonna die. It's like, oh no, you meant it. It's and like succeeded, and it feels earned. Like it, like it, it feels. What the fuck do you mean? This is what happens when a real director makes a superhero movie. What? Holy shit, he's gonna make the best Superman movie ever made. You mean we can't hire the director? Can't hire the director of Space Buddies? What? No. Hire a real one. A real one. Okay, let's get the Santa Paws director. I'm going to stab you, Kevin. (laughs) And I don't know when I'll stop. (laughs) This is for all our own good. Actually, jumping off of that, like, do we think this is a sign that the MCU might be back on the up and up? Maybe. Yeah. It all depends on how they handle things. Like, I'll have to wait and see how Secret and uh, 
Loki and because they did announce I forgot what they did announce that Loki is going to be in October and Echo is going to release all at once in November. Yeah, it's like okay, why all at once? But okay, maybe they realize that the week to week format doesn't work when your show is just a six hour long movie. Would have thought. Would have thought. Maybe they're like trying to experiment with the binge model because they never really did that. Yeah, maybe. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Either way, uh, as an ending, I think I think this movie's very good. Like, this is yes. probably the best ending we could ask for. The good ending. Yeah, this is the good. Good ending achieved. The bad ending would have been Thor getting stuck on this fucking team. I don't want to think about that reality. God. But, uh, Again, we talked earlier, it's so funny how neither Taika or James Gunn wanted anything to do with this. I did not. They didn't. It immediately got rid of it. I did. I love it. I love it, it's great. Like, I'll give Love and Thunder shit all day long. I love how just, like, quickly they just got rid of it. Just like, <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want to fucking do this. Get all right, Taika, you did one good thing. Shame about the rest of that movie, though. Shame. Big shame. <laughs> Get out. Stay away from Spider-Man. Oh. Oh, James showed his concept for Floor and Lila. I saw a cry. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea how much I've been watching fucking raccoon and otter videos to cope. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hug all the raccoon. I've, I will I made keep a post, them safe. I made a post on Twitter like where I posted a video of an otter eating some snacks. And I was like, everything was okay. It was all Sorry. It's fine. Uh, no. Uh, I I do like that they kept consistency in terms of Rocket's like subject name, like A9P13. Mm-hmm. It was in Guardians 1, so that yep. was cool. Um But yeah, like I guess the real test was if Secret Invasion's good, or if and, the Marvel, the Marvels, the Marvels, yeah. I ha- I hope it's good. I really it hope. looks good. Yeah, I, like the the trailer played on in the in my theater, like when I went to go see Guardians, and like it it looks a lot better on the TV screen, I think, than like on my on Twitter. Hey, oh, you mean the movie screen? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to be very particular. I was just. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I thought you were saying for a sec that like it looks better on my phone. Does and I was like, wait. No, the the other way. The other way. Okay, yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, the Flash. Good lord. Nobody popped off for it in my. It in looks my disgusting. It does. Stephen King, how much are they paying you? You want to get these doubloons? nuts? Let's get these nuts. And another psychotic child bully character. 
That's Reverse Flash. It is. <laughs> reverse Flash is that dude from It that went to the fucking asylum and his hair turned white. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> but uh. So, before we wrap up, um, if there is another Guardians movie in the future. Or spin-off projects such as like Star Lord solo because he is coming back, that is confirmed. They specifically said Star Lord will return, which mm-hmm. blew me away in the theater because watching that I'm like I feel like he'd be the only one who didn't come back. Oh, I guess it's like the thing of he is just gonna heal and then, you know, find his footing as a hero eventually. Or he deals with a conflict on Earth that begs him to join Frey again. Yeah, it's like like, man, good thing High Evolutionary is dead and gone we never have to worry about him again. Hey, who's this Jackal guy? <laughs> what do you mean he's doing the exact same shit? <laughs> Who is Spider-Man again? Uh, Is he a spider that High Evolutionary turned into man? <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, so like a Star-Lord project, a New Guardians project, or something with Gamora and Nova, um, something with Mantis, maybe, or a Nebula project. Like, what what would you want to see from them, and what ones would you want there to be, and what would you want to see from them? Okay, so... So... Guardians 4, we're we're definitely going to get one. Like, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about that. It This is James will not be attached anymore, so... 50-50 shot on that yeah. being really good. <laughs> uh, but I think in that one... I think... <clears throat> I'm trying to just... Dis- you know, maybe instead of Guardians 4, it would just it would just be Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Because I do genuinely think they're going to do that. Yeah. Like, they, they may end up skipping the original and just doing Annihilation Conquest, which was Ultron. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really cool way to bring him back. Um, Like, just say, the one drone that survived Vision didn't kill it, and it just flew fucked off into space. Mm-hmm. It has just been slowly regaining its power. Maybe don't make him look like a Michael Bay Transformer anymore. Uh, Please don't. Please don't. Don't give him teeth. Do not. Please. Just lock his fuck. I will lock his jaw myself. Uh. But, but, <laughs> but um. I think that's what it'll be. I don't. Uh. We're definitely getting Nova. We know that for a fact, and I think Gamora will show up in Nova's project, and they're going to get together. Yeah. Because I think that would be kind of cool. Like, space cop, space outlaw. Tasty. <laughs> the helmet gives him brain damage. 
turns into Superman. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just love the caveman speak. I just like <laughs> it's so fun. It. It's so fun. Thank you but, for inventing it. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, um, I I joked earlier of like, you know, why the fuck is Phyla only ten years old? But I think. She'll she will come back obviously, and I think when she does, her and Moon Dragon will be an actual thing. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to make Moon Dragon Drax's daughter because that's going to complicate a whole lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they're just gonna, they're going to take the game route where she's just her own thing over here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what else? Um. Maybe I. This is gonna sound weird. I think Eternals two will tie into them somehow, in hmm. some way. No, I can I, actually see that. Actually, yeah, like, cause right now the prevailing theory with Eternals two is that's how we get Thanos back for a bit. Mm-hmm. Because, cause, 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 like, it's fucking Eternals. You won't have anything to work with except Thanos. Yeah. So, like, if you're gonna do a second one, let alone a first, back and and it would be very easy because it that's how Eternals work. Mm-hmm. Uh. But I think maybe that could happen so that Thanos could fulfill a similar role in the future Annihilation-ish movie that he did in the comic. Where he's like, man, I'm curious to see what Ultron's up to. Alright, he's gonna kill everything and then? (laughs) What do you mean that's it? (laughs) That sucks. That's lame. (laughs) What the fuck? I thought he had like a cool idea. (laughs) <laughs> he just wants to kill everything and be alone. That's that's lame. That's stupid. So I only wanted to kill half of them. Yeah, <laughs> I had a reason to do what I wanted to do. Reason in big quotations, but a reason nonetheless. It was there. I said it. No one believed it. They called me mad. <laughs> they called me a madman. They were right. Came to pass. Uh, but, yeah, and like, I, uh, I hate doing this. I, as someone who's seen Eternals, I do have to give Matt Pat props for this one theory he did that actually does line up really well. Of like, mm-hmm. in Eternals, uh, Thena is going through this this like memory problem where it's called like called like mad weary or some shit mm-hmm. where like basically all of her memories from like her previous versions are just like colliding into herself and she's like not thinking straight people have, people Matt Pat came up with the theory of like Thanos went through the same shit and it jumbled his logic of like I want to use the infinity stones to to wipe out half of all life but it's not 
to stop a overpopulation resource problem because I could just make more resources. It's I need to stop the Celestials from waking up and destroying every world that they do it on. Mm. Because that's the thing is the Celestials yeah. are like planted into planets that then grow intelligent life and when there's enough of it on the planet, the the celestial is awoke, awoken and destroys the planet from within. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe that's what Thanos was actually trying to stop, but because he went insane, his logic got jumbled. Or maybe he's just an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that would be interesting if they go that route. That would that would be cool. Yeah. But also, it's eternal, so they won't be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, uh, I mean, I, I kind of agree with, like, in terms of projects, you want to see, I agree with you, with, like, uh, I, d- I definitely do want to see uh, more of Nebula, whether that be in her own thing or something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll be in whatever Star-Lord does. Unless yeah. that's just about him coming back in Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars or something. It could be. Maybe. Who knows? Which, especially now, who knows if those are getting made. Yeah. <laughs> Secret Wars, they could even change to not be about Kang. Oh yeah, Secret Wars would take like two seconds. Because it's not even about Kang originally. Right? It's like, wait, what if we adapted the comic no why we do that how we do that you mean we don't have to just take the basest idea of the comic and the title and play with a fourth of it what it can't be that's crazy that's stupid Martin Scorsese will never believe that. We have to impress him. He called me a cuck on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, specifically called him a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, oh, um, yeah, no, like, something with, uh, like that um uh new guardians would be interesting depends yeah. on who they'd get for it cuz i don't know if i really want to see a a guardians project at this point without james mm-hmm. but i do say that whoever does do a future guardians thing should do their own thing pain read i will kill you <laughs> I am coming to your house right now. <laughs> I will die before I let this even be mentioned in a <laughs> in their boardroom. I will never. I will die oh. before I let this happen. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought this into the world. No, you're not. I'm not. It's funny. Let chaos reign. Oh, 
<laughs> but but yeah, um, if they do a Guardians thing in the future, whoever does it should just do their own thing instead of replicating Gun. Um, I do agree with Nova Gamora. That should be a thing in the future. Um, if Zoe Saldana does return, kind of said she wants to be done, but we'll yeah. see. Maybe they'll recast. Who knows? Um, oh, Bradley Cooper. That's impossible. <laughs> I feel like Bradley never... Cooper won't come back for Rocket if they bring him back. Mm. It's an easy paycheck, sure, but I don't know. But, yeah. Any last thoughts before we finish the movie or the future? Anything? Um, not nah, just the. This is the best Guardians movie. One of the best MCU movies, just bar none. And like, just I'm interested to see where they could possibly go, and I'm even more interested to see how James Gunn saves DC from itself. Mm-hmm. Because again, we talked about it on the. An 84 episode come out yesterday as of the release of this recording. Uh, marathoning this universe really opens your eyes to just how shit it really <laughs> And how incoherent it is. It does. Like. Oh my god. Nothing lines up even a little, even if you squint. Not at all. It doesn't work. It doesn't. Like, there's... There's, there's no nothing There's nothing they can do. Like the I, suicide squad is the only thing that they're going to salvage and it may as well not be a part of this universe at all. All it has is like bare bones baggage of oh yeah, another thing happened in the past and also we made the suicide squad and that's it. That's it. Like it's all you need. It's all you need. <sighs> but yeah, no, I I agree with everything. This is one of the best Marvel movies. This is really good. Um, I will miss the Guardians. I really, it hurts, but all things must end. And I have no doubt in my mind that James Gunn's gonna make a good Superman movie. Like literally. Yeah. All fear, all like, like reservations I had are just gone. gone. Like he can do it. I think Reduce he can do it. Reduced to atoms. <laughs> gone. Reduced to atoms. I used the DCEU to destroy the DCEU. <laughs> Literally. But the work is done. It always will be, until it won't be. <laughs> Until it won't be. <sighs> but, yeah, no, I'm very happy that James got to finish his trilogy. And, yeah, I can't wait to see what he does at DC. Hope it's good. <sighs> so, thank y'all for joining us. This episode of Boulder Punch about Guardians 3. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter is at Balder Punch Pod, where you can get updates on episodes and haha, funny posts and whatnot. 
by the time this comes out, we'll have already streamed our reactions to the showcase. So watch the VOD of that if you want. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you all for joining us. And uh, next week, we will be talking about our thoughts on what was shown at the showcase, probably. <laughs> right. We'll see if anything is shown. So if it's any good, it's any good. But uh, yeah, have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.